0: what's up everybody it's episode 141 of hotline league a very unique episode because i'm at a hotel somewhere undisclosed not in china i'm sorry uh and we've got ls on who just finished his show and has now rated ours which is very generous of him but it's making my twitch chat seem what's a little concerning (laughs) i uh
1: Travis isn't used to, to active fun Twitch chats.
0: So, so no, Alice, their, Alice retweeted something, which was like a study that was done on how many pe- which channels have the most Keck Ws spammed in them. <laughs> and Alice is apparently like in the top five or something. You're like way up there, right? <laughs> yeah, so, number five, number yes. five.
1: Well, Is that like viewers per Keck W? Or is it raw Keck Ws? Like what is this analysis? Raw Keck Ws. Yeah. Raw Keck Ws, yeah. Well, wow, that's impressive.
0: Because it was... It was yeah. that versus what is it, LOL W or what's the other? Yeah. yeah, and it's like I didn't. I know KekW W a ton because I just feel like that's what you see in the league community. But I guess in in just yes. chatting and stuff, it's I don't know XQC maybe. Um, anyway, uh, we're I'm already kind of getting ahead of the the show here. First off, thank you to Alienware for sponsoring the show uh great to always have them on and returning for worlds i'm very excited to say draft buff will be uh, with us for this show the next and some of my worlds coverage so we'll talk more about both of those sponsors in a little bit uh but first let me uh reintroduce my constant co-host mark zimmerman mark how's your week been
1: miserable i'm flipping my sleep schedule over to be nocturnal uh and it's not gone well uh usually it goes pretty smoothly i uh for for LCS, I, I'm going in to the studio, so I need to get COVID testing 48 hours in advance. And so they set up a thing for anyone who needs to go into the studio to get it today at 4. And I didn't know that was going to happen, so that was like basically my midnight. You know, 4 p.m. is like prime kind of like sleeping yeah. hours. And then on top of the fact, I haven't driven my car in six months. I like Holy legitimately have just had it on, parked the on the, the street. Hell? That's how hard I was quarantining. Yeah, all I right? know. I've not all turned way, my car way. on in six months, so yeah, I was dead, and it's an old car. Uh, so I, I, you know, you could
0: drive it around I, the I block. Had... Like, I, I know you want to quarantine, but I think you could safely walk out to the front of your, bar- your apartment and get in and drive it around the car, the you know, whatever the block.
1: Well, my my <laughs> game plan was just you know we'll deal with it when we have to deal with it, and that ended up being. Uh, more sudden yeah. than I thought it was going to be. Uh, so that I spent all like I had to wake up earlier now as well to like call a company to be like, hey, can you guys jumpstart my car? Because I try to do it myself, and either I'm an idiot or the car is like turbo dead. I'm pretty sure it's turbo dead because the guy jump started it. I drove it around for a half hour, and then as soon as I turned it off, it lost the charge again. So I think I need to buy a replacement battery.
0: I think you need to um, buy a replacement car. I've seen that car. I think it's just time to replace <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> Come on, man! If you the 2003 Acura TL was literally wrong with
0: that? just. It, it, you send me invoices, so you send me invoices about as often as you drive that car. And with the number that I have to pay you <laughs> in that invoice, you could go buy another car. So like it just seems like a, <laughs> seems like a good solution all around. You combine these two things. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, so anyways, let's just say I, I have not been getting the sleep I intended to be getting when trying to flip my schedule. So it's been pretty pretty rough nice. today. Uh,
0: so Ellis is here to carry the yeah, show. Yeah, exactly ls uh thank you thank you I, we've had you on for like half an episode before where you called it and then and then i think you just refused to leave that episode <laughs> so but it's good to have you on officially and i really appreciate you know it's hard for us to get international um, folks and you were actually nice enough to reach out and, and you know offer to to come on um and it just worked out really well with worlds and all that stuff so but how have you been how are you prepping for worlds how's it going
2: uh well, th- for me it's it, it's it's been really weird. Um, so initially I thought I was casting worlds, then I wasn't, then I was, then it wasn't sure, then I was. Okay. Um, so that was that was a bit of a roller coaster. Um, so I haven't done update, a lot. You are casting, right? Just make sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm 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 casting. Uh, yeah, I'm ca- I'm casting four days. Um, groups and I think one quarter. Okay. I think is what I'm set to do. Um, So that'll be my schedule for worlds. And then I'll be like live viewing and everything. Um, But then, yeah, Th- this has been a, a very active month, like behind the scenes, I guess. Yeah. I haven't been doing a whole lot publicly. Ooh, do month. we get the, the ominous I'm
1: working on some stuff. Hopefully I can make some announcements soon. Uh, kind of an announcements, the announcement of announcements,
2: the announcement of announcements. Yeah. That's what nice. we got going on. Okay,
0: Nice. Well, I'm hopeful uh, that, that you'll be able to, I don't know, leak something later on in the show. Um anyway, uh well either way, thanks for uh thanks for coming on again. And I'm glad you could make the time. Sounds like you've been kind of busy. Um for me, everyone, I have been uh road tripping because I I I like Mark will go nocturnal, uh but he does this every year. I have not had to do this before because I usually travel two worlds. And so I have now everybody's just spamming TSMLS. Um so I I <laughs>
2: the one that gets me the most is T1LS. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, no one gets rumor? the most. Yeah, no, yeah the, 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 It's all because of the Reddit rumor. Yeah, yeah.
1: great. The, the TSM t s m l s one has been going on for a while. I've seen that all the way back to, I think, spring when when that yeah. one started. Any yeah, day now. Yeah.
0: Can't wait. True. Uh, anyway, uh, but I've been road tripping across the, the U.S. because I'm just trying to keep my sanity. I'm trying to up my sanity bar before I go into... Uh, this situation where I will be losing my sanity uh, over the course of, of worlds, both watching my teams fail mm-hmm. and staying up late at night doing it. So it's, it's just going to be rough. Um, so I'm in Salt Lake mm-hmm. City. We thought we'd be done um, or I'd be done um, and be back at the apartment by tonight, but I did not. I'm too slow. But uh, So if there's any issues or if like you're listening to the podcast and there's audio problems or something, I apologize. We're trying to do as best as we can from this hotel. Anywho... Mm-hmm. uh Mark, do you yes want to why don't before we before we start getting callers uh, why don't you tell us how the show normally works because we probably have a lot of people watching tonight that don't normally watch
1: Uh yeah that's a good call uh, so if people don't know this is actually a live call in show and so what we do is we'll go ahead and uh, we have a Discord set up where people can come and post what it is that they actually want to talk about. Uh, usually we like these, you know, form does it take? So it's less of a question, but given LS's status, we'll definitely, you know, have more questions uh, oriented about what his opinions or what's up with him. Um, I spammed the Twitch chat with the Discord link. Go ahead, join up. Once you get there, you'll want to join one of the pleb calls or pleb calls to voice channel, but then mute your microphone once you get in there. No one wants to hear you mouth breathe. And then in the text channels up above, there's a Pleb Topics text channel. That's where you're, you will actually put your take. I'll be scanning that. If I like your topic, I will pull you from the Pleb Calls voice channel into the waiting room where you will hang out until it's your turn. We'll do a quick mic check. And then assuming everything works out, you will be on air soon after that.
0: And if you are a sub, first off, thank you for being a sub. It's very nice of you. It's September right now. So all these LS viewers that are here and haven't subbed can do so at a discount um but that also allows you to get into the subtopics channel on discord once you sync i think there's a little bit of delay sometimes it takes a bit to sync itself but um and you can put your takes there and that moves a little slower so um that helps maybe get on the show a little bit easier just because mark is not going through a swarm of that i don't know different stuff in the pleb topics with that uh anyway while mark is starting to pull topics and mark and i like normally we discuss what would be good for people to call in and talk about because there's usually some big stuff. Um, but now I think we're just looking forward to play-ins. I mean, there's been no major news this week, or am I forgetting anything?
1: Um, I'm sure that, like, Samira came out. I don't know if we want to laugh 200-year memes, um, but you could always, you could always do that. Like daughter. Yeah. Uh, oh, is that, is
2: that what the, the new meme Who's is? the dad's
0: we talked about Reaper. I think. No, I mean, last who's, week. Not,
2: who's the mom? Me, who's the mom? I, yeah. Fucking Michaela. I don't know. <laughs> like <laughs> Jesus. Uh, um, so, so the thing I
1: was gonna say though, because Travis is like, oh, we can do we can do play ins. Like, I don't know how you feel about play ins. I'm excited to watch play ins. I like watching play ins. I think it's really fun, mm-hmm. and you get some like things about what the meta might be. But in terms of like predictive things to kind of talk about with it. It's, I, I never have that much to say. I'm like, I think the major regions will get out. I think, you know, it's pretty obvious like things usually go a certain way. There's a couple upset games, but it doesn't actually change the outcome. So like, I don't know how excited you are to talk play-ins or if you wanted, like, I don't know what you've been covering on face check and this kind of stuff because I'd love to angle or like direct our callers a little bit more into whatever it is you're most interested to talk about.
2: What? Well. Children.
0: <laughs>
2: I think yeah oh. anyway.
0: well this is what he'd like sorry. to talk about
3: <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Okay, sorry 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 no, no, I just
2: got walked in on yeah yeah he wants us to start, uh, have
1: the whole show in Korean <laughs> uh, it was going to be a rough one <laughs>
0: Alice what's <laughs> Alice what's been on your mind as we're headed into Worlds? Any any interesting topics? I mean, actually one of the things that I Mark and I were kind of discussing this before, since this is the first time Alice is on, I think and and he's an expert in obviously a bunch of LCK stuff. If people want to call in talk about the LCK teams going to Worlds or ask questions about that or about okay. what's going on with LS, how he's, I don't know, what his life is like. I mean, it seems like you've had a pretty big Year LS like is twenty twenty just been wild for you in a way that maybe it's differently wild for 20... us.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think twenty twenty changed my life um, with all the co streaming, watching all the regions, the live viewing. Um, just ever everything has been so explosive, and now Worlds is going to be. I think I'm very excited for Worlds. I so this is the first year that I like adamantly followed three regions pretty much like LCK LEC LCS so i'm pretty excited in that regard the wild cards i truthfully i don't know that much um about them coming into this i like that there's more representation from lec and china coming into worlds um and as far as like lck goes and stuff i think they're actually I feel like they only have two teams uh that can maybe make the run but yeah i mean this this has been a good year
0: uh, Yeah, i mean it's it's been like, when you reached out to me, I think my reaction was, like, you're insane Because about coming on the show. Because I just always have this impression that you have zero time to do anything. Like, I, uh, it is it, you are definitely one of the hardest-working people I know in esports, mm-hmm. given how much you, you cover and all the work that you do. So, um, it's just, I mean, I think you know, I'm happy for your success this year, because I feel like you definitely deserve it, given all the energy that you put into everything that you do. So thanks yeah uh, other than that um, how do you think let's let's sort of While mark is pulling people what you know we I've talked to a lot of different folks from different regions how do you see LCK going into worlds like what are your expectations for that region
2: um, I think Gen G can actually match up pretty well against most teams but that's just because Gen G are Sort of let teams blunder into them. Um, I think if Genji ever has the onus to act first, I think then it's not super good. But I feel like it's Genji and Dom one. I think DRX being the the other Korean team over T1 is really sad uh, because I feel like DRX's volatility um, is just way too high, and I think that their reliance on Chovy um, is way too high. And I it's the least comfortable I've ever felt about a Korean team uh, at Worlds in recent years. Wow.
0: Interesting. Yeah. So it sounds like you're pretty confident in one of the teams, medium confidence in the other, and then not very confident in the third.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's actually how I would layer it. Yeah.
0: Huh. Okay. Well, we'll have to see how it goes. Uh, Do you, I mean, what are your expectations for just very broadly the other (gasps) regions? Like, do you think LPL is going to crush it or LEC is going to show up? Do you have any ideas around any of that?
2: So I, I think N.A. finishes last in every group. Um, Great. If Glad. TL, yeah, Glad we it, could already it, start this. If, it, it, <laughs> shit. I think, I think N.A. finishes last in every group. Um, I think L.E.C. looks really shaky. Like, I, I felt much better about L.E.C. last year than I feel about them this year. Um, if you just watch, like, the last couple of weeks of L.E.C. summer and then the playoffs and, like, how all the games went, things were just all over the place. The one thing going on, though, is that there's been so much downtime, and if Summer taught us anything from all the regions, it's that top teams can just collapse, or top teams can just suddenly rise um, in a very short time span, so there's that going on. Um, LEC, I think, is going to be pretty interesting. I expect that China will start, pr- probably still... I, I think I think it's China and Don one of, are the favorites to take the whole thing.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Uh,
2: I, I, I heard you say and he's going to finish last in every group. You have to give us group A
1: versus Machi, right? Come uh, on, you have to give us a
2: versus Machi. <laughs> it's the one thing we have going for us. That's it. Actually, you know what? That's the one coin flip. That's the one coin <laughs> flip? Give. They'll give us 50-50? That's 50. the best you can give us is a coin flip, dude. <laughs> no. That's, the best. <laughs> That's the best I'm giving.
1: Oh, shit. Wait. Oh, no. Yeah. Well I hope you're wrong. I, I really I, hope that yeah, yeah, you are dead for here, Here's what I will say.
0: I would love I know we were talking about what we want to talk about in this episode. One thing I would love to avoid talking about as best as we can is how badly NA is going to do because we literally like last week's okay. episode was almost nonstop montage of Kelsey, hysterics and mark being like, Yeah, I d I don't know, maybe something'll happen. Maybe a team oh, maybe man. a team. Like <laughs>
1: Blackhawks well, definitely are the favorites, but I actually think this, this, and this. Yeah, and we're all like,
0: yeah. Mm. "Yeah, nah." So I think we already. If If you guys are looking for an episode wherein everyone talks how shitty, and A is going to do, uh, look to episode one forty because uh, it's a full two hours of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark, you're. It looks like you're slowly pulling some takes. Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh... I'm I'm trying to get some more like global takes because the last episode was very NA centric. Yeah. We did kind of touch on like group favorites and stuff, but I think uh, given that LS watches so many regions, you'll be able to to comment on some of these. Other yeah, types. and I
0: know that a lot of our audience um, are NA folks, and like the show's is normally pretty NA centric. But think of this episode uh, callers as a chance to like even just ask questions about I don't know different teams or things that you've heard from other regions. Like, let's be honest, most of you don't watch the other. Regions, Even though you'll call in before an international event and talk about how NA is going to beat them So uh, here's your chance to learn a little bit about some of them, especially LCK So um, Mark, do you have anybody, should we start off with with a caller? Do we have anybody ready to go yet? Oh, he's already left to go get them All right, fantastic uh, While he's doing that, shout out to some folks who subbed Ririkiri, uh Merchant of Soul, Kronos 1221, the only sketch Purple Ray Q, 20 pounds of hummus, Daniel N92, OPTSM fan, Luke Alvarado, Nanuko, uh, Shiny Froakie. And it looks like Mark is back with our first caller of the night, which is Ghost Han. Ghost Han, where are you calling from? Hey. I- oh, did we lose you, Ghost?
1: What happened? I swear happened? I checked him. No, he, I, heard, I, checked I heard him, I
0: heard him he say, hey, I, and then we lost him. Oh.
1: It's a disaster. Oh. oh, he's muting. He's unmuting.
0: He's still not he's, getting he's work, he he it. He's working on it. Oh,
2: geez. Unplug the router.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, no. He, he's shy. Twitch, Twitch, uh, uh, helping us out. Uh, <laughs> Twitch, just spamming, hang up. Uh, maybe we said. Maybe...
1: I'll, I'll, I'll move him back and grab okay. someone else while I sort yeah, it yeah. out.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll catch you. Yeah, can you guys oh. hear me?
3: <laughs> oh. oh.
2: Wait, shit. Mark.
0: <laughs> he just fixed it. He just. What? Ghost, God. ghost, are you here? <laughs>
3: Yeah, can
2: you hear yes. us?
0: <laughs>
2: Right, It's like A in a shipwreck.
0: Right, <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm so tired. The first fucking caller just has to
4: troll the shit <laughs> out of me. Okay, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. It's no. all okay. <laughs> you're good. You're where, good. You're good. Where
0: are you calling from,
4: Ghost? I, I usually call from Queens, but I'm calling from
0: New Jersey nice. now, so
4: you can blame the New Jersey internet.
0: Okay, good. Uh-huh. Uh, well, either way, uh, what do you want to talk about on the show tonight?
1: I want, wanted to talk about how I think Gen G could make it
4: all the way to the end of the
0: Okay, so why do you think this? Because I, I I think they have such a stacked roster of
4: players, so I wanted
5: to try Ellis's brain
1: on um like what he thinks the, the path for Gen. G to win Worlds is. Because I kind of lost complete faith in DRX a little bit, so
6: I I and Genji would be my Wait,
0: no. Gen. G would be good. Okay, like, uh, you're kind of going in and out. Yeah. So we're we're just gonna. I think we've got your take, which is you think they're gonna do cool. well. And you're kind of curious what what LS sees as a, as an opportunity for them because I know LS you said LS I think moments ago you said you felt like Gen G is great at taking advantage of other teams' mistakes. So at yeah. Worlds where you're probably going to have less teams making mistakes, you know what uh, what are your expectations well- for this team?
2: I, I think Gen G thrive in uh, passive environments. They they thrive in instances where opponents have to go into them when the onus isn't on them. And I think that uh, if you look at their draft, they'll draft face up a lot of the time, and then it'll just end up being that they naturally uh, tend to go the distance better than their oppo- uh, opponents teams. Um, so Worlds is going to be pretty interesting because I think that the other teams are going to be heavily affected by the super server, whereas Korean teams are still playing on Korea, and to my knowledge, they're not scrimming uh, certain teams from LPL and whatnot. But I'm I'm not totally sure like what you know the situation is there. So I think Gen G, uh, I think what the caller's saying is, is pretty accurate. I think if, if drafts are in their favor um and and the way that they tend to play i think that it can be favorable um if people are gonna sin into them and then nothing ends up happening
1: um Uh, are you on the uh genji over drx even though drx is the higher c train because i think that's oh yeah yeah Yeah, okay i I haven't seen anyone yeah who's really if it wasn't for
2: that pause that was that would have been yeah if it it wasn't for the pause i think it would have been a 3-1 and i'm pretty sure that t1 would have beat drx so in the gauntlet that pause
1: like i didn't know that that happened like live you know like i i was re catching up on vods and i was like oh my god this is fucking oh. insane that like how miserable that was and then i also was like <laughs> i can't imagine casting that shit i, I <laughs>
2: <laughs> we were live the whole time how how long <laughs>
1: yeah
0: how long was the I, pause i got the
1: i got the cut down vods so i actually don't even know how long it like really it was. I heard uh, it was
0: like 4
2: hours or something right it something was insane it was so. I think in totality, it was it was almost four. I think it was like three and a half or something. Um, but like it, it, kept getting spread out. Uh, they would resume and then pause again. And right. It, it was it was really bad. Um, it's the only tournament match ever played on two patches. <laughs> there
1: you go. That was, was when you guys cool. went live. Went, went to the live <laughs> store. I was like, what? <laughs> you just have to play live with like the same champs. It was like, well, not the same champs, but you know, like you're in this meta, and it's I don't know. It's. Yeah, it was insane. What
0: was the like? L- I know we're kind of getting uh, off on a tangent, but what what was the LCK viewer experience? Like response to all that? Because I feel like in LCS and LEC, people would be losing their minds and uh, super upset about we, it.
2: We actually gained viewers. Um, as weird as that sounds, we we went into the the LCK podcast "Forbidden Love" um, and we <laughs> actually gained viewers. It's
1: so funny. It's like, like the season two worlds thing, where like the EU match. That's just like people were actually. It was so ridiculous that it became its own event.
0: Yeah. Did, were people super like afterwards the response and the fact that it had to be played out uh, across two different patches and all that stuff? Did were the LCK fans like fairly irate? Yes.
2: Yes. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people were very mad. Um, I think a lot of people, myself included, I, did, I don't think I said it on the broadcast, but if the pause never happened, I'm pretty sure like that Genji just go into that next game and crush them because it, it, the context surrounding the pause is Genji just pile drive them through concrete basically two games in a row like back to back. Like DRX looked like they were hopeless, nothing was going right, and then three hours of pause, and then it comes back and DRX wins a game, and then the very final game. Genji has Ocean Soul, and they go to Baron, and they they actu- they just legitimately throw a Baron. Like, Ruler yeah. actually has the ability to live, and he elects not to live and tries to get a kill, and then they just get ended through top, and it, it, it's so insane.
1: Yeah, that's one of those, that, like, that back of the Baron pit just standing there and, like, not leaving the back yeah. of the Baron pit is one of those, like, you've been awake and, like, thinking critically for far too long, and your decision making's gone to shit. It was, like, yep. pretty transparent.
0: So, well... Anyway, back to the the caller's point um, or caller's call. So, what I mean, do, does this team have a chance of making finals or winning worlds? Or, I mean, where 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 do you think their run will end?
2: Um, I I, I mean, I, I depending it depends on how brackets go. I think if they collide against Dom then they're eliminated. So if we get a if we get a Korea versus Korea um matchup and quarters or semis or whatever i think they're eliminated um i think if they go up against ts i think that they can get eliminated i think if they dodge both of those two teams then they they could make a run and also if they would make a run um it, hypothetically if gen g won worlds that would be uh the that would be the second team to ever win it at least twice right because they
3: they, te- they won
2: in season seven yeah they have won three technically then if you can oh count. shit they would tie Amson. t1 yeah
1: They'd be the Holy only shit. time, but that's sick. There was no one on the, on Samsung white. That was, yeah, it's a totally new roster, but ruler was, would be on both, which is, would be pretty nuts and kind of cementing himself as one of the all time greats. If, if he's able to do that. Yeah. Which he is, but he, it, it should be already. But.
0: <laughs> Mark, uh, uh, what's your take on this?
1: I I'm super hot on Gen I, I love ruler. I've always liked watching his Ezreal and stuff, and like one of the things that's you know the world's meta is up in the air, and I don't think anyone seems, from what I was watching, seems to play around bot lane quite as well as they do. Like, you know, people actually go to bot lane to make their plays versus like when you're watching a lot of the LPL top teams, their supports are leaving the lane. Like. If you have a good bot lane in the LPL, that means you're freezing the wave or like using windows to roam and these kinds of things. Whereas, yeah, I saw a lot more bot dives and like you know actually going down there. Um, and so, if there's more bot lane priority than there seems to be right now in the in like the kind of global meta that's going on, I could see them already being the best suited for it in a lot of ways. And I think that would probably be one of the ways that they win worlds. Um, I don't think my concern right now is that, you know, so much priorities around like red side counterpick with the LPL teams and, uh, and even, uh, Damwon, you know, like in their carry top play that if, if that is the, the meta, then I think they're in a little bit more trouble. And to Alice's point, kind of need to dodge some of the other top teams to, to make a, a good run.
0: Well, uh, caller, any thoughts on what you're hearing there?
1: Um, I think that's all positive news. Um, for my hopes for Genji, um, I really, really like them. And uh, they're my favorite Korean team right now. So I'm trying to stay hopeful for them.
0: Nice. Well, either way, uh, thanks for the call. Anything you want to shout out or say before we move on to the next caller?
1: um Yeah, uh, a couple things. Uh, Genji's world jerseys are really cool. Um, so definitely take a peek at those. And uh, also, uh, Dom on FaceCheck told Ellis to sabotage your show. So you should be careful. Okay.
0: <laughs> I will keep an eye out for that. I I don't know what that would do or how he would do it, but now I'm now I'm suspicious. <laughs> thank you, thank you for the bad takes. Thank thank you for the call. Yep. Okay. See ya. Moving on.
1: I don't know when those sunglasses came on, but it's a pretty suspicious timing. Yeah. yeah exactly.
0: It's true. <laughs> it's true.
2: Uh, let me get in there. trying to play Among Us yeah, or what exactly?
0: Like- uh okay shiny frokey st louis slayer 24 Carous and saya uh merchant of sauce at that wix 45 whistle bridges, imz ginger kylo zen uh time, Saint, time <coughs> scene and sean's bathroom thank you everybody for the subs really appreciate it it's very nice of you um oh okay here we go dr manhattan is calling in, Dr. Manhattan, we haven't heard from you in a while. You want to remind everyone where you're calling from?
7: Yeah, it's, it's been a while. I'm calling from Washington, D.C.
0: Washington, D.C. Well, what do you want to talk about on the show tonight?
7: Uh, what I want to say is uh, it's kind of like two takes, but they're kind of related. It's um, that I think that G2 will be the only Western team to leave groups, and I think that we will not see a single Western team in the semis this year.
0: Okay. I think we had a similar call last week, Mark. Did we?
1: yeah we had a similar one and i like using this to you know no it
0: sparks a lot, sparks a lot of years. yeah it sparks a lot of good conversation yeah. around lec and
1: i'd love to hear Alice's take on it because it is a very negative for the west take um and i was yeah. watching some of the eu content to try and see like how do they feel because I, I think for the whatever they call it totally biased or whatever i was I was watching their podcast too to try yeah. and like get more experts opinions on on the
7: west this year
0: and well what dr manhattan Do you want to explain why it is that you are only faithful for g2
7: Um, I think that it's clear that, I mean, as we saw from Europe and as far as like the way the groups have been drawn, like G2 is just a cut above everyone else. I mean, everyone was hyping up LEC going into this year, which I mean, yeah, we've seen like new faces, which I think that's a good thing. And I think that the middle level of Europe has gone up. However, I don't think that we're seeing the same like highs that we saw last year where G2 was like this, like hyped up. They're going to win Worlds 100%. And then I think LPL with their extra seeds have gotten like way better. And I think we'll see a, a semi It's kind of like 2017 where, you know, you have just nothing but Asian and there's well, just a bunch of Asian teams going in there. You know, JDG is a, is a big one. Uh, Dom one, I think has absolutely has potential to win worlds and same thing with top. So, I mean, and even like for the fourth team, I mean, I think that there's potential for teams like Gen G um Suning, I think is super slept on right now. So Do you
0: do you think G2 I think you said it as G2 is the only one to get out of groups. Do you think they'll go much further?
7: No. I don't think they'll make it past the Quarters. past the top eight.
0: Okay. Uh so LS <laughs> uh, throw it out... I agree with him. Oh boy, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs>
8: Here we go. Well, hey, hang on, <laughs> Alice, Alice
0: went last time first. So really quickly, Mark, why yeah. don't you give the context yeah, on can... on what you're hearing and you know what what you think?
1: So we we had like you said we had a question like this similar to on on last week and what I had said there was I expect there to be two groups out. I think I think it's two fair teams? to say that there's not many two two Western teams, um, most likely two European teams, um, and. My reasoning was not that like I think w- there's another favorite of a European or North American team to get out of a group, but just like raw numbers, things never go 100 percent as planned. I think G2 for sure is getting out, so you have one team for sure getting out, and I think some upset will happen. Um, and even Fnatic is like not like a huge upset, really. Depending, it really depends on your opinion of of LGD. Assuming they slide into that group, um, like people have DRX pegged as like the potential, you know, like if anyone's going to bust her out, it, it might be them from Korea. Uh, if you're going to p- pick one of the Korean teams to, to have an underperformance. So, like, there's enough volatility and raw number. There's seven Western teams. Yeah. You know, like, I expect some, even if you don't think they're favored, some upset to happen to get another Western team out, out of groups. Winning the best of fives at that point and how far they get, that really comes down to matchups. Like, does G2 get out as, as a Tier 1? and then do they dodge whoever is second in TES JDG? you know like i could actually think G2 could could maybe beat some 2Cs from other groups you know if they get like a Fnatic or a, a drx or you know like these other these other teams i could see them
2: yeah those those are their best chances for sure if if they if they pull fanatic or if they get drx um then that would be possible but i feel like group c if lgg end up in it then i think it's just G and lgg both get mm-hmm. out um obviously group a is group of life um if g2 were in rogues position i don't think they'd get out um in group b versus uh jd gaming or dom1 um i think if they're in group c i think they would fare better than Fnatic um and obviously tsm um i think that you could you could make an argument there um and then if they were if they were the european team going into group d and getting extra shots at drx and whatnot i think that you know, th- that poses more potency, but I-, I think that Mad Lions are just Mad Lions ends up in Group D, right? So th- that's the that's basically, I think, the worst EU team that you could throw into Group D given how DRX is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I don't know, I-, I, I sort of agree with the caller almost wholly that I-, I think this is actually a very doomed year, and even though there's more representation, I think NA holistically is a lot weaker this year than they were last year. Um, this year, all the best of fives looked very, very, very close. TSM committed some robberies in some of the games. Um, we have to, like, remember that. Uh, the fall off of Cloud9, yeah, okay. the context surrounding... Let's talk
0: more about, you know. about LEC. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. LEC. So... I um, was <laughs> getting...
6: Uh,
2: uh, yeah. stabbed over and over <laughs> with each other. So rogue rogue and mad lions just started falling off a cliff right and g2 um they're they're fortunate that they're in the group that they're in because they can be very hit or miss and i think that Fnatic, i i don't know what to really say other than it i think it's very unfortunate that they're the ones in group c which it's probably the group they have more of a chance in than obviously if they were in group a i think that Fnatic would go out with uh the same any any eu team i think would would go out of group a um so so yeah. take that for what you will um i think it's unfortunate for Fnatic though that they're in a group with uh G and lgd and then tsm I, I think could beat them um in some games i don't think it's unreasonable hey hey say that uh, so. part
0: again i like that part that was good <laughs>
2: Uh, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't think it's unreasonable. Like they, they definitely could beat them. Um, five out of a hundred times. Oh, so, okay. Uh, all right, all right. Yeah. We gotta get the clip <laughs> yeah. before then. Could beat them. Maybe you want to use uh, a stronger yes, language yeah. too. Just, for yeah. the, just for when you're
0: gonna say games. something like that, please like elaborate for a long period of time afterwards before you give the final assessment, so that. Okay. Yeah, no. Exactly. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, i mean it's, manhattan it sounds like you have a lot of people in your camp here um in terms of of your assessment and it sounds like this could be one of the worst worlds for the west yet so everyone be sure to stay up really late so they watch all the games live it's gonna be hype uh, oh boy so uh, dr manhattan anything you want to say before we move on to the next caller
7: Uh, no, Uh, I think that, I mean, that's kind of, I mean, mainly it just stemmed from, I think a lot of people putting G2 as like a top four team. And I'm thinking like, even if they were, how much better are they than, you know, some like the three and four teams from China or, you know, the number two team from LCK. That's kind of why I'm saying that, but, you know, uh, pleasure to be here. It's always been a while since I've been on the show. Uh, small shout out, actually small shout out to, um, Brian and Rachel over at Ateo. They've been doing a lot this recently. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to give them a quick shout out.
0: Nice. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Manhattan, for the call. And we'll catch you next time.
7: I appreciate it.
0: All right. Moving on to the next caller. Uh, Who do we got? Oh, yeah. I guess we could. Oh, he's already left. I could have done a break. Uh, RHT21, thank you for the Prime. And uh, Sean's Bathroom, thank you for the Prime as well. Actually, I think... As well as a prime. Okay. Uh, looks like we got our next caller here. Uh, Kedaj. is that how I say it? Uh, Kedage. Where are you calling from?
9: I'm calling from Montreal, Quebec.
0: Nice. Uh, we got a, a Canadian caller on the show. What do you want to talk about uh, tonight?
9: I know that this is this might be uh, this might trigger LS, but I think that this might be Dev's last year as a pro, from what he's been saying in interviews. So. I think that DRX might come out swinging and surprise and maybe have a shot at a title.
0: Just because it'll be his last year?
9: Yeah, I think that if it's his last year, because a lot of what he's been saying in interviews seems like he's ready to leave or like that this is his last shot. And, you know, he's been having back problems or he's been talking about on streams. So I think that this might be his last year as a pro, given that Uzi just retired also for health problems and whatnot. So uh, I think that this might be a good opportunity for Derek to like come out swinging and surprise.
0: I mean, is there much evidence uh, that people perform well in what is often their last season? I, I I mean, maybe he's retiring early because of health issues, but yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think the, that necessarily means the, the, he's going to win or do well.
2: This feels like a, Uh, a hollywood take where you 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 assume or assert that because uh this is the player's last hurrah that they're magically going to start performing better but I, i don't think that's the case in fact i think deft has had a gradual decline um this year and i think that his level of play is noticeably very weak um i think that you know coming out of quarantine and having his his back problems and whatnot i don't think that magically makes you play better i think it makes you play worse um the The idea or the notion that like this this is my last run, yada, 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 doesn't exist. Uh, there's no adrenaline, there's no physical component. I mean, there's the mental aspect, um but i don't I don't think the mental aspect has the kind of impact that uh we're suggesting.
0: I mean, Mark, you've been having back problems all week, and I feel like you're putting up a pretty <laughs> average performance on this show, right?
2: What do
1: you mean? This is my best show ever, <laughs> considering I'm, I'm tired, I'm delirious, my back hurts.
0: Yeah. Have you gotten that figured I, uh, out yet? Are you working on that? My back?
1: Yeah. So the, where I'm sitting right now is actually where I've, I've, I've moved to keep my computer. Because yes. uh, previously, I would sit on my couch literally all day uh, and like have my laptop on my lap. Yeah. And that was basically... Uh, I mean, it's probably giving me cancer, too. Uh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> if you believe the tinfoil hatters... Uh, but, no, I, I, my back's feeling better. So I, I, I'm basically the deft of talk shows, Great, I guess. Okay. That's, the I mean, that's,
0: a, that's a very generous comparison, I, I think. <laughs>
2: I like but it. I, no, I, don't, I think it just works. Yeah. I don't know why. Does that make Travis Carrier?
0: Jesus. Anyway.
2: I think it makes him <laughs> modern. Like, old, like he's washed. He's, I think the <laughs>
0: metaphor. See, it? this is why I wanted to add the metaphor before I gave Mark a chance. Anyway. So. Anyway, back to this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that. Well, let's let's ask LS the first part. Do you actually think Deft will retire? Is there a chance that this is his last season?
2: Uh, yes. Um, I saw the uh, I saw the doctor that commented on Reddit about Deft's condition, like analyzing how Deft stands and where he's like holding his back, and then watching his streams and stuff. Um, I I saw that. It, Reddit's really interesting, right? So I, I don't I don't know if that guy was like talking out of his ass or whatnot. It didn't seem like it did. Yeah, it uh, never or, does or because he was like linking stuff. Um, but I, I I imagine that like having to go through all of that is probably not what he's gonna want to do. Um, and another thing that I I think is more questionable is like. Does Def, Carrier and Chovy want to, you know, play with a losing top jungle pretty much uh, again? Like, there's a lot of questions that go into it. Yeah. Um, I think it could be. Uh, it, it definitely could be his last year, yes. Although, uh, I mean, maybe not. Maybe he has Maybe he has one more hurrah. Maybe he, you know.
0: So he'll knows. put it up an okay performance at this Worlds, and the next Worlds is whenever he's like, I'm going out. And all five players rise to give him. a He goodbye, needs a coach to
1: come knocking at his door because he's thinking about retiring this this time, and then yeah, he's got to get the band back together one more yeah. time with the with I don't know coma or something showing up. Um, I don't have anything to add to this because I I don't really have good insight. No, you talked about your back, and, like, I
0: thought that was great.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna comment on the whole like you know the Reddit people coming in and like psychoanalyzing people's interactions and pretending that they understand you know. People think there's beef between me and Freak because, like, we were slightly antagonistic at the start of one of a dive episodes. I love those fucking people, like, I'm going to analyze your life and tell you about it better than you know your own life. All right? Those are my favorite. Editors. So I guess we're
0: saying keep keep the keep the, the Reddit analysis with a grain of salt or take it with a grain of salt. Hedge I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to see Deft uh, retire, but it doesn't seem like that's necessarily going to give him a big boost. I, I hate to tell you. Yeah,
9: well, uh. There was also a point that Yamato Cannon brought up on one of his YouTube videos. Uh, he was talking about Griffin last year, how uh, they put Sword on carries against the shy, and they put, um, what's his name, Chovy on tanks. And he said that uh, if maybe they had put Chovy on carries instead, maybe they would have had a better shot at going further at Worlds. So, I don't know. I'm hoping, like, being a DRX fan is hard because uh, I agree with the last that they throw a lot of their games in the draft, but... Uh, I don't know, maybe if they put Chovy on tank uh non tanks this time and they put Doran on just tank duty so that he doesn't int- uh his life maybe <laughs> they have a better shot at winning.
0: LS you seem a little skeptical.
9: Uh
2: I mean the 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 the, the, the Doran and Sword thing from last year is weird to bring up because there was all the CV max stuff, right? Um we all know that Doran was supposed to play, the players wanted Doran to play and Sword played Um, and obviously it was not it wasn't a very good I I don't know the relevancy it's literally a different team it's an entirely different team different sport different AD carry different jungle different top I I don't understand the relevancy to DRX
0: well sorry sorry Kedage it sounds like it we're maybe we'll see what happens but it's kind of rough right now for your take anything you want to shout out before we move on to the next or before we take a quick break
9: uh, I just want to say, L.S., uh, you're an inspiration, so thank you for what you do. And uh, to the chat, if you have a Twitch Prime, head out to twitch.tv slash <laughs> I'm L.S. Beautiful. Wait, I'm sorry, off. Travis. Get
0: off. Get off. Get off. Yeah, what this. the <laughs> hell? Okay, I just want to point something out. L.S. is like, I'm not seeing the relevancy. I don't see what's going on. You know, kind of kind of harsh with the caller. The caller responds by being like, you're an inspiration. <laughs> Everyone go sub to the other channel. <laughs> Is this what it's like having your collars? They're so blind that you could just rip into them publicly in front of 5,000 people and then they just simp for you still? Holy moly.
9: Wait, wait, wait. Check, check. I, got, I got you. Guys in a chat, if you have a Twitch Prime and you want to make sure it works for Travis, go to Twitch.tv slash And th- Anyway. <laughs> i always going to make wait, sure it's
0: working. We're going to take, take a quick break. From uh all these great callers we have tonight. Really love with everybody calling in. Uh to shout out Alienware. You see their logo on screen. They shout, they they sponsor so much of what I do. They'll be sponsoring my worlds coverage. Uh this year for I wanna say I think so they were my like secret sponsor uh three years ago for Worlds because they came in. I didn't have another sponsor we didn't want to announce yet, so they like secretly sponsored my worlds coverage. So this will be the third World's we're doing. Uh, with them and it's just really cool uh, the support that they're able to provide us uh, really excited about all the new hardware they've got coming out soon with like the new nvidia 3000 series the cards they've got new monitors coming all sorts of stuff you can go check that out over at alienware.com slash travis and this is a bit of a tease because we don't have it live yet but I, and i don't think we'll have it for plans but we're going to do a pretty big giveaway with them uh, for like a whole bunch of league of legends stuff so be sure to keep an eye on Alienware.com slash Travis, and you'll hear about it in the outros of my interviews, so don't skip those like you sometimes do. I think you do. Anyway, uh, thank you so <laughs> much to them. Travis 10 off Q3 to save 10% on your order. And again, Alienware.com Travis. There's a link in the video description if you're watching on YouTube. All right. Next caller. Yeah. Off we go. Uh, let's see. Anybody, did anybody prime to me when that guy said, no, they didn't. Uh, The snake 100 did eight minutes ago, but literally no one did in that moment. Uh, All right. Mark is grabbing the next caller. Any minute we should have them joining Alice and I, if you're just tuning in, call in show uh, because some people I think don't normally watch. They're watching right now. Call in radio show. Blue Jay is here. Blue Jay, frequent caller to the show. Maybe too frequent for my taste, but where are you calling from?
10: (laughs) no no such thing as too frequent i'm calling from sarnia ontario
0: nice you didn't even try to disguise yourself this time
10: yeah i, I did get a little lazy i'll admit i wasn't really feeling it yeah.
0: by the way breaking news ovley rating me with 400 people this is the we're hitting record levels We're getting yeah. yeah yeah boosting the show There's hard it. tonight all right anyway Pog. blue jay what do you want to talk about uh tonight
10: Uh, So I want to talk about the LPL. I think that them adopting a salary cap system will have a significant effect on the league and possibly other regions. And I kind of have like a lot of questions when it comes to this one. And this is one where I really want your guys opinion because I feel like you guys would just obviously know way more about this kind of stuff than I would so yeah
0: finally a take i can weigh in on thank you mark zero i
1: knew what as soon as i saw this take i knew no one else was gonna have this one probably and i knew you were gonna blue yeah
0: blue i will allow blue jay on the show unfettered this time uh without without complaints for this take so for those for those that don't know i actually don't know too much about the the way that they're going to structure the salary cap system i've just seen some like light reporting on on the news coming out of there i don't know, mark or ellis do you have you guys heard too many details about it or how they're going to do, enact it
1: i i just read that one article and read that whole reddit chain uh and it it was pretty light on details yeah. the only thing that that i saw that was like whoa what the fuck was the like automated assigning of tiers for how much yeah, a player that... can earn monka
2: s yeah that was crazy. That that part that part's really crazy. Um, I I can't imagine. So here's the question though: If LPL start well, first off, how do you how do you enforce this? Uh, totally, you know what I mean? Players can just have side contracts with the orgs that Riot never sees. Streaming you know what I mean? contracts and whatnot. Yeah, ex- exactly. Right, right. Oh well, you have you to know, stream yeah. once a week, and here's
1: twenty k to do it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. So there, I, there are I imagine loopholes like yeah,
0: I- there are loopholes, but. Uh... They, I mean, the, the teams will run pretty big risks by make, taking those loopholes. And I think the teams don't want to pay the players a ton. Like, this is beneficial for the teams, right? So that's why I feel like it's less likely we yes. see something like that. But sorry, I interrupted. Go ahead.
2: I, no, uh, I, I think um, the the very interesting thing here, and I think this could have a positive chain effect um, in the West is if teams are suddenly able to start saving money and allocating money into talent and other things. Like, if this is adopted in the West, it changes everything forever. Um, Well, it also might cause some people to retire and try to go into content creation and streaming because then it becomes more lucrative. Um, But I have no idea what... I, I think this is going to be very interesting because if it, if it happens in China, is it going to happen in LCK? And then if it happens in LCK in China, does it become the norm and does NA and EU adopt it? So
0: the thing that's difficult – so I don't know enough about Europe or – although Europe usually is pretty, like, worker-friendly. So I would I would imagine it's hard to adopt there. But union law – and a caveat, I am no lawyer. I am probably as much of a lawyer as that Reddit doctor was a doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I – like, there. there's – pretty strong laws around uh collusion like salary based collusion among people like essentially in the u.s my understanding is the players themselves would have to agree to go into the system to become part of a union and negotiate together similar to what you see in franchise sports you can't necessarily have the owners all decide like we're only going to pay you guys a cap of x number of dollars because that's illegal in the u.s so maybe there's a world where it becomes adopted because the owners are somehow able to convince the players and the Players Association this is important, or the agents. But it feels like there's going to be a lot of pushback against that because I do think salaries would go down dramatically if, if we hit that point. Yes. Can, can yeah. I chime in
10: here for just a sec? Just because LS saying that... So, sorry, guys. But LS saying that it could be adopted over in the West is absolutely terrifying because, well, I could not imagine what the LCS looks like if it's even spread even more thin Like now you like, okay, we have trouble feeling good worlds teams when we do have the rich teams getting all the good players, you know what I'm saying? So with salary caps, what is that going to look like when CLG takes away a, a good player, you know?
2: Wait, 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 what? What good player? What? What world elite level players are <laughs> apparently flooding NA? Okay.
10: okay, but do you get what I'm trying to say, Ellis. I'm not saying that NA has a bunch of world elite players. That's that's hilarious, by the way. But what I am saying is that could you imagine a world where I don't know, like Team- can't can exist, basically, right? Exactly, like that- right. Now, now you you cut TL in half, and now you've got you give them one of your best players over to like CLG or something. Now you just have two teams. So, like, yikes. I don't think we have any team WE
0: players or WE players in NA. Nice.
2: Nice.
0: There we we go.
9: Team WE. So, the
2: the thing here is um, obviously it it will hurt the, well, it'll hurt some of the top teams initially, right? Uh, Like Team Liquid and whatnot. You can't suddenly just have the Yankees. But when the fuck has that ever worked? Like this isn't this isn't a solution. Dominating domestically is not an achievement. And when when you're fucking Steinbren, uh, Steinbrenner, is that the name of the Yankees owner he used to be, right? Yeah, it used to when like you when I you're, you're buying titles, that's not that's not an achievement. Especially when truly elite level players don't come over to the region. So, if you have salary caps and you're forced to actually start working on your academy systems and third league systems, things that China and Korea have been doing for years, and Europe is very far ahead of North America, then maybe it starts helping. But let's not pretend that NA's fucking you know, piggy bank is ever producing anything internationally, because it's not.
0: So yeah, it's a good point. Here's, it's it's here's the problem is, I actually think it's going to be the opposite of what LS says, because I do not okay. think that you will be able to legally enact this in north america and probably within europe so let's say you can't i don't know enough i don't know anything about how it would work in lck but let's just say for instance that LPL and lck enact this now you've got two leagues that have a hard cap on how much they can pay players and you have na and eu and especially na with our what did you call it a piggy bank uh going going oink (laughs) oink for these top tier (laughs) players because we can now pay them more than their leagues can pay them so if you are, like, th- this is one reason why it's actually, I think, I mean, we don't have a big history Ooh. of importing LPL players, but, I, like, there's a world where we have a no cap on how much we could pay players, and the other regions, too. That's, like, insane. And it's not going to occur just to be like, you know what? Let's go invest it <laughs> to grassroots.
1: Yeah, but, like, so the, the argument against, like, the whole m- money not solving our problems thing is mm. isn't just that, like, it's that we can't pay enough to get top-level talent. It's like what is motivating the player and like what's the rest of the North American environment? Cause one is a player who is super competitive and wants to win. Like we've heard some European players talk about that, th- that they didn't really seriously consider coming to North America. Cause they don't think they have a chance here. I assume that's a, an opinion that's relatively shared globally. Um, so one, how much more are we offering and where does that land on their priorities? And then two, once you even bring that person over, they're not in the same environment that they had, that was helping them shine in other places, you know, iron sharpens iron or steel, whatever the saying is, you know, like I definitely think you can have fantastic players in North America, but like,
0: I mean, it's a, but it's a slider. To
1: this point, like fixing, fixing the fundamental problems in North America is what's going to help more than the fact that we can yeah. now have a slight a monetary advantage when we already actually kind of do have it as I understand it over EU and LC.
2: I mean, I agree. Would I would only
1: really be giving us more leverage the, over
2: the 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 one thing though is so I actually hadn't considered travis's point um and I think that is interesting and I think that it is uh correct uh in the sense that yes um players might see n a as like uh you know Cash uh, uh, heaven yeah like uh you know oh, we can't get paid in Korea or China, but we can still get paid in n a so maybe that actually helps bring over. Um, world elite level players that, you know, then just get bought up and end up on teams. The problem is the import rule, um, even if you bring over two of those types of players, you're still not winning worlds. Yeah, but we've got some, um, even if you plot them.
0: We have some players that we'll we've take, imported. We'll take getting out of groups. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we have some imports that we would drop for some other, you know, newer, fresher imports. I'm not going to say who. Okay. But I think, I mean, to, to address your point, Mark, because Ellis agrees with everything I'm saying, um I, I i think i think what the the difference here is it's like this show you didn't want to do the show with me but it's a slider where the more money i was able to offer you eventually you agreed to do the show with me because what i was you offering mean? you so much we were in a bar in like seattle out. or something oh. and we had the
1: same idea and we're both excited to do okay, it you're not playing what do you you're mean not playing
0: along with the right.
2: but the that's because i can't well, handle it. My, my idea is loco is not around jesus <laughs> this is like loco v
7: Thorin. you know i'm not sure oh, oh
0: no boy. anyway we don't talk about that um anyway so uh <laughs> but but my point is you're right, Mark, that like there are probably a lot of players who will not come to uh North America because they they are they want to win. But it's like at a certain point in time you can offer so much that I think, you know, it becomes easier and easier for those folks to change their priorities. And I'm not saying we're going to get there I... in, in, immediately and like who knows what these caps are going to be. Maybe they'll be you know, maybe they'll just take whatever North America is paying as the top talent and then and they'll do it for that year or something. It, it'd be fine, but I don't know.
1: Right. I mean, no matter what in, in a situation where some people have salaries that are, you know, I don't want to use the word suppressed, but like agree, like collectively bargained and the other ones are totally free and we have a ton of money. Like, yeah, it's going to help us because we can just offer more money. It doesn't, it, it will, it won't hurt right. us right If in that situation. So I, I agree. It helps. I'm just not sure how much uh, is the part. Um, so we're kind of splitting hairs at that. Overall, though, I actually have to say that I think I like salary caps for like sustainable environment situations for for the leagues. Um, I don't know exactly enough about the LPL scene. I think it's matured a lot from when it was back in like 2014 era where people talked about it being like the billionaire's son's you know, like fun club. I think it's importing entire LCK
0: teams. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I want deft and he's getting a doggy handbag or was it imp or whatever. (laughs) Whatever Walking
0: around with all the swaggers and stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, But I, I think like overall, like the idea that you have too much investor money and it's not sustainable. And like the, Antitrust laws and or anti labor laws. I, I don't I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. The, assuming the legal side works out and there's not like you know bad practices going on. Overall, I think I like salary cap systems both for the sustainability. So that way, that means that one, you have to probably be already positive to have a rev share model that is going to use salary caps as like yes. a factor in negotiating, which is is a great sign already. And two, um, I also like watching teams be constrained. Or like have the similar – like level the playing field. I like level playing fields. I like the NFL for that reason. I like the NBA for that reason, even though at the NBA they have luxury tax that people just fucking ignore shit and players mm-hmm. predetermined salaries mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But I, I like the, the main concept. Yeah,
0: I, I, I like it a lot. There was a time years ago where I was arguing all salaries should be transparent because the players were getting screwed. Now I'm not willing to say that the teams are getting screwed, but I will say that I do think salaries have gone – they need to stop growing in North America and probably <laughs> retract a little bit because teams are not going to be able to turn a profit on this stuff at any given point in time if they keep they keep going in the direction they are. So I think it would be good, but we there's so many things that have to happen in North America before it can legally occur. Like the players all have to agree to a union. They all have agents now. If I'm an agent, I'm just saying there's no way in hell we should cap how much money you can make because that caps right. how much money I could make. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. Blue Jay. Any any shout outs before we move on to the next caller?
10: Uh yeah, just some quick ones. I just wanted to shout out Draft Buff. I'm looking forward to seeing what they have for Worlds this year. I think that'll be pretty cool. Um also, uh, I don't want to twist your arm here, Mark, but like is there gonna be any announcement on Twitter about worlds or is like is oh. Brian gonna do any of that stuff or I maybe I missed your tweet or something. I didn't see anything. Oh no, I, I
1: didn't tweet. I said it I think during one of the the uh, hotline leagues. I'm I'm doing. You know, North America has casting, which I don't do, and then they have the post show, which I would, okay, you know, uh, all right. on and off from play ins to groups and potentially some um, uh, knockout. But all that's always a
10: little fluid, so we'll see. Is I going to do their own Twitter announcement, or am I going to have to search around so everyone's stopped, freaking Twitter to figure out who the hell they
0: stopped doing it? I think. Because, like last year they didn't do it last year if you go to my twitter earlier this week i retweeted their 2018 and 2017 ones because i i just think i think it's kind of cowardly that they don't tweet out who's going to be their on-air talent anymore because i think they don't they want to try to avoid yeah. drama and controversy so they're not willing to say it publicly so they just go to all the different talent and say you can announce it and hopefully no one will ever notice who isn't on it
10: yeah that's dumb man I- honestly just announce the damn people that are going to worlds like i think that's kind of silly but <laughs>
2: Uh, I thought it was because uh, they wanted to allow the people to get exposure to their own channels. Wasn't that the reason?
0: Yeah, there's no way they or could, could provide both, them though? exposure from their their main.
2: Oh, you mean like tagging them on Twitter? Yeah, I guess that would be an option, wouldn't it? Yeah.
0: We want to give you exposure, so we will use none of our channels to promote that you are going to be uh, <laughs> doing words. True. So, uh... Uh...
1: I, I also think I don't know, I mean like LS can attest to how much plans have changed, it sounds like from his angle. So I could see this also being a more difficult world to do it. Yeah. I mean they, they didn't it, they do did it, it last year, year so I don't yeah.
0: I don't buy the I think it's yeah. there are many companies blaming many things and many decisions on COVID. I don't think that <laughs> this is one that I, I had to believe. dump
1: I had to dump all that toxic waste in the river because of COVID. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: I had to lay <laughs> off all those people no matter even though we've had record sales because of COVID. All right. Blue Jay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm
10: good. You can go next, caller. Well, thank you so much. Goodbye, everyone. Oh, good
0: All right, uh, beautiful. Yeah. All right, so what do we got here? Poison Ivy, thank you for the four months. Uh, WGH, thank you. Uh, Nyox and Michael Dew, thanks so much again. It is September. If you are uh, watching the channel and you feel generous, you can sub for a discount. I'm Z Ginger is here. I'm Z Ginger. Where are you calling from?
6: I am calling from Seoul, South Korea.
0: Oh, have yeah. you met Alice okay. in person before?
6: I have not, but we're in the same chat group. Actually.
0: Okay, interesting. It'll
6: the foreigner K- cacao thing? Yeah, the LMK one.
0: Okay, well, a little creepy. Anyway, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> on, what do you want? Talk, what do you want to talk about on the show?
6: Um, my take is that China is actually overhyped as a region, Oh! and uh, that's because I think like TS and JDG are obviously the best two teams, I think, going into Worlds, and maybe Damwon's up there as well. But Sooning and LGD, I just think, are like a f- far step below in skill level.
0: Well, I hope you enjoyed being in that cacao group, because uh, LS is going to make <laughs> sure you're no longer in it after this take. Uh, so why do you think that they're not that good?
6: Um, if you watch the LPL playoffs, they Suning and LGD both got smacked around by TES and JDG. And then the third place match was really disappointing. I think Suning's like better than LGD. I think LGD is clearly the worst out of all of them. And with them going into group C, I think I actually think they'll get last in that group. I think TSM will actually beat them in that group. Um, Suning just like, and the way I saw it was they live and die by SOFM. And if he gets behind, then I don't think that they're going to have a chance at winning anything. And with group C's, Jungles, I think that they can at least maybe neutralize them. I don't think they'll be able to like smash them, but I don't know. I just think that based off their performances in playoffs, they don't look like they are anywhere near the level of like the top KR teams and even top EU teams. Before LS
1: 100% agrees, <laughs> I just gotta say, I love, I love like the smoky backroom poker vibe. I know, I know. To like the, the ear, ear pod, pod, pods in, you know, playing with the cards, so, glasses on. So in the, all you need <clears throat> is like the masseuse behind you and like the the plates beside you because you've been in the room for so long. if you ever been to Vegas? You see those grinders in there? That's exactly what you look like. So in the first hour, <laughs> right next to right yeah, yeah.
0: In the first hour, Ellis was basically he was bringing like an ASMR theme to the show because he was like sipping out of his like drink cup and like rubbing his like very loud shirt or jacket or whatever. There was just a lot of noise coming in. <laughs> and i I didn't say anything, but I just I was like, This is the the loudest caller we've ever had, our guest we've ever had, and now he's got <laughs> not, now he's gone full Vegas. no, no, it was just funny. podcast listeners yeah. will know what I'm talking about anyway and uh and now I do appreciate that he's pivoting to a vegas look uh that's very nice anyway well- Mark, not you know besides commenting on l s before we get to him, what is your take on this? Do you think there's a world where l p l teams are overrated, or do you think you know Ginger's You've you've probably watched those LPL games, right? So, yes, you seem to uh, probably come to a different uh, consensus.
1: No, I think I'm actually more in agreement with him uh, than you might initially think. I I will push back a little bit about using the Suning versus LGD games to be like their entire um, you know breakdown of them. Those were some whack ass games that I hated when they were just like a ramming mid. Um, for extended periods of time and fighting over nothing and like not resetting after Barons and just instantly fighting again. Like there was a lot of stuff in those, those games I did not like, but then when I watched other series, like it, it looked better for both those teams. I and granted those are against weaker opponents, but um I, I wouldn't judge them too much based on, or I hope I'm wrong about that. But I do agree with the overall point that like the top two teams in the LPL are nuts. I do think there's a big drop off between three and four. And I think, <laughs> People are acting like Sooning and LGD are just taken for granted to be better than Fnatic and uh, G2 and and maybe not even G2, but like the, the rest of the, the the European teams. Like you talk about the gap in like you know LPL teams one two to three four, and then people talk about Europe having this gap with G2 to maybe fanatic and, and these other things but the rogue series was close the fanatic series was close uh mad Lions and rogue were really good in the regular season they had that that slump whatever uh have, you know you can talk about the different factors but like i don't think it's that i don't think that like these two drop-offs are that different that like suddenly the tier two european teams can't compete with the tier two lpl teams which is how it feels like it's getting talked about a little bit um and so, I, and even some of the LCK team stuff. Um, if if we want to extend that to to DRX, right? Like, I, I think people are um, kind of over- overrating LGD and Suning a little
0: bit. I mean, last week we had hysterics saying uh, LGD is going to win Worlds. LGD is winning Worlds. So yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> that was maybe I don't know hey, was he just... being serious?
1: N- not yeah. not really. He, you could oh, tell okay. he wanted it. He was it fanboying. To be yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah
0: um okay <laughs> all right so ellis what do you think of of both the take and mark's sort of response to it
2: um so re- recapping on the lpl well first there's 17 teams in the primary league um whereas other regions obviously have 10 um so that's very you know i mean that that makes it difficult to sort of assess um but i think that like LPL's middle of the pack plus up uh, is very akin to LCK, so I, I don't know where the notion comes from that they're they're overrated, um, or that it, they're they're overhyped or something like that. I mean, Europe was a dumpster fire the last few weeks. The playoff series were a nightmare. Um, Fnatic and G two were literally sand gamblers, basically, um, you know, just flipping coins in the desert to try to survive. I I don't I don't really know uh what is this know, analogy was going You're on really there. going to
0: the poker theme or the Vegas theme with this
2: <laughs> I, I had to, i had to give a gambling Thank one you. there you go uh but like also north america um the best of fives like everywhere right all of them best of fives so many throws back and forth so much bad play. i definitely glazed over that in my in my rebuttal a little bit yeah so the the thing that's so weird to me is um we have to view everything relative to the regions that they're sort of coming from, and I think if you do it like that, uh, only LPL actually looks pretty stable, like all around. Um, I think, they, or I mean, you can make an argument for LCK, but you really can't because the LCK is the top four teams, um, and then there's like fifth, uh, Africa. But yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know where the notion comes well, from. Let me. Um, I, I don't understand. So,
1: so you're you're agreeing more, or you're disagreeing with the caller more uh, that you don't think LPL is overrated at all, or no? I, large, large I don't large. think it's
2: yeah. Suning, Suning was twelve and four um, in the regular season. Um, LGD was I guess middle of the pack. They were ten and six. Um, I think that like basing opinions on isolated gameplay alone, I think is really stupid. What if fanatic? What if what if uh, LEC didn't have a losers bracket and Fnatic and G two uh, just had that first series. I mean, probably think lowly of, of G2. I mean, I, I liked your rebuttal, Mark, um, on how I th- you think it's silly to just base everything on, on isolated series. And, I, I, you know, NA, we're not basing off isolated series. Europe, we're not basing off isolated series. Uh, when I'm referring to LAC, I'm talking about the very active descent, um, basically, of Mad Lions, Rogue, um, in the last few couple of weeks in the playoff series and whatnot. Um, Korea... Um, you know gen g korea was actually the most stable of all the regions pretty much drx fell off as the split went on um whereas other t- you know dom just rose up um but yeah I and mean, that was that's pretty I mean, much it i think i think that captures this is
0: there it sounded like kind of in your description and correct me if this is an incorrect interpretation it's like yeah even if lpl has some issues the other regions might have more issues uh, right now. Way more. Yeah. So I actually sort of as a tangent to this, Mark and Ellis, is there a world where and I know this is kind of the anti hype, these will be the worst teams we've ever had at Worlds? Like are are all the regions coming in looking really messy and we're just gonna have like really I don't know, poor poor performance think... teams compared to previous worlds?
2: Well... Holistically, I think the regions are all sending weaker. But I think individually, the regions are sending some of the strongest teams they've ever sent. Does, does that make sense? Uh, so does that mean right, like, like first seeds are look da- good? Da- yeah. Like TES this year from China is their strongest seed ever sent, okay. I think. um Damwon this year from LCK is the strongest seed they've ever sent in recent years. And TSM. Dom um, One.
0: <laughs> Oh, no, no, just, you're just listing off these wow. really high-level teams. Yeah, all the great yeah, teams, so TSM. TSM included. The best team we've uh, set, right?
2: I'm not calling my grandmother for <laughs> TSM this time. I swear to God.
1: Uh, <laughs> I mean, to, to, to Alice's point about like the the like top teams collapsing, it's been an absolutely wonky-ass season as well with the fact that no MSI to kind of have this little bit of like a nugget to be like, okay, the top team from Europe in spring went, there and did this and now I kind of have a feel for their their thing so people have been isolated longer than they have ever been in a world cycle um, you know between international competitions not just you know for us as viewers to know how teams stack up but for them getting exposed Ooh. to play styles in the middle of the season
2: so one of uh do we do, we do like, not leaks here, but, like...
0: Yeah. Oh, we, like talk we about have an, we have we an emote in oh. chat that people okay. can use. Wait, I'm
1: not a subscriber anymore. Someone needs to give me a sub. So Someone gift Mark and <laughs> gift him to my channel.
0: What? Jesus. I
1: um, think <laughs> I have you. I think people are better about keeping you up. Let me see. Oh, I'm so bad at Twitch, dude. Where the fuck are your emotes? <laughs> He's going to have me, but not Travis. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I have him, actually.
7: I thought Thank I did.
2: Thank God. I said he, he will soon. <laughs>
7: I'm um, never having you on again.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, so um, okay, league? so yeah, one one of the things is that um, certain Western people are not handling quarantine well mentally, and I uh, wonder how this affects everything. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, it's that's, just not a good. It's not a good time. Like it's some real yeah. bad shit.
1: You have to consider because also the LCK teams aren't moving until like literally last minute, right? Like they're all
0: one the, still no. in Korea. Some of them came over earlier. Until...
2: Okay. No, they're there. They're there. If one really of them, them was now, coming in later, right? Way...
0: I maybe I got. Yeah, I think that two in. of them so, okay. uh, came. Uh, well, in or... Nuguri got there later. Yeah. Okay.
2: All the Korean teams are still playing on Korean solo queue, though. So there's that. Do you want to? You want to hear something fucking weird? Uh, Western Western players that requested to play on Korea were denied.
0: So I heard that as well. I did hear that. Isn't
2: that fucking yeah. like, what the hell? Yeah. I heard that too, guys.
7: Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, so that's, what,
0: that's why I was confused. Ellis <laughs> yeah. in the oh, beginning. Wow. I thought you said that they were not playing. Um, I thought you were saying all these teams were scrimming or playing on the um, LC, like on the Korean servers.
2: No, no, no. So Korea's not scrimming with Chinese teams. Okay. Has been the the thing that I, I've been told. And um, they're also playing, on, not playing on. The and Super they're server. playing on, yeah. And they're playing on okay, the Korean okay. server. So that
0: was my confusion because I think maybe I misunderstood because I had heard that like the Western teams didn't get access to the Korean servers. And then I, when you said that, I was like, maybe I misheard, or maybe it's changed, or maybe they got in or something. But yeah, I think it's really it's, yeah. it's a interesting situation for sure.
2: It's yes. Very, very, very bizarre.
0: I mean, if you're um, right, Korea, do you really want to give your competition access to your primo shit?
2: I'm glad. Oh you probably... no, I don't. I don't think that's the reason. I don't know. No, I'm not. That I'm would I'm be nuts. I tried, if I'm wasn't. not
0: trying to super assert it. I just I'm more memeing, but it's fun to think about.
1: Um, so back to the caller's point about LPL being slightly overrated potentially. I will still say I think. I'm going to give the European struggle bus teams a little bit more credit. Um, I do think they'll, I think I have a little bit more confidence in them, but I I, I agree with, with LS about like how fucky the season was with their teams flip flopping, the losers bracket, people who won in the losers bracket, like lost early in the winners bracket, had good losers bracket runs and stuff like that. Like it's, it's super hard to feel confident when you, when you look at that kind of stuff, but. Yep.
0: I yep. Okay. I mean so my my thing it's very hard to talk about this on the show one because I'll get flamed but two because like there's not a really great like I'm gonna throw this out there and then there's not really much you can talk about it with right but like my sense is with how chaotic this year has been with how many things are different like you no know, audience and the quarantine and the volatility that we've seen in all these individual leagues etc there's a lot more uncertainty in all of this and so it's it's been I have maybe this is me lying to myself and I'm sure a lot of people will tell me that, but like I've been more hopeful for NA and Western teams as a whole in part Uh because even if theoretically, I think the LPL teams and probably the LCK teams should look stronger. um, You -hmm. know, like I think there's just a lot like there's a lot more variables, a lot more uncertainty, a lot of unusual things that can happen because this is not a standard world's year. So that's kind of what I'm telling myself so that I can sleep at night. Um, okay but or and pretty soon so i can sleep during the day but yeah that's that's sort of my take i think we'll have a pretty vault i think there will be more upsets than normal and more surprises than normal because of of this
2: very cool travis thank very you cool. thank you alice <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I, pre- I appreciate your enthusiasm for my take anyway yeah. Yeah. uh let, but you, anyway. I I'm worried about this quarantine stuff, though, because I had not I had not heard that. I'd heard about the Korean server thing. I hadn't heard that there were Western teams that or players or individuals who were unhappy or dealing with with it poorly.
1: I I mean, I, like we said, we were watching makeup ladies, uh, you know, Instagram <laughs> posts Sandra. about what the quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know why it's like I I don't like name dropping people, but if you're like really calling her figures. makeup
0: ladies, of <laughs> that's rude
1: it's, it's 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 her fucking instagram handle it's kk makeup lady or something i don't think it's kk,
0: KK right. makeup lady i think it's just kk makeup also whatever what you're about okay. to say is gonna make it sound yeah it's kk makeup i you're gonna make it sound okay. as if she's tweeting like oh like the quarantine is no, terrible. no i just mean
1: that like no i just mean like i didn't know what you know quarantine really entailed until i, I was watching that stuff and i can actually see how people will go a little stir crazy in those situations. Cause it's, it's, you know, like as much as I've been joking about quarantining, I can still like put on a mask and walk to a store to pick yeah. up something yeah. I want. And, or like,
0: drive your car. Yeah.
1: Ev- <laughs> uh, every, every like extra thing that you get taken away feels extra bad when you don't have that many options yeah. left. So, you know, like I can, I can imagine well, like, your options
0: being in California and you couldn't, it's like that you couldn't even go outside. Yeah. It gets tough. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I think we've we've t- talked about this for a while. I'm Z ginger um, and we've gone on to a yeah. bunch of different places. But 80 uh, shout outs you want to say before we make it to the next caller.
6: Uh, yeah. Just thanks for having me on. I got to come on uh, the live show in St. Louis last oh, year, awesome. which was really fun. I got to flirt with Avili on stage. So that was nice. Okay. That's a little weird. Uh, LS experience is a close second. But uh, yeah, thanks for having yeah, me on.
0: Have a good one. All and uh, right. hopefully we can catch you at a, another show in the future where you don't flirt with people. Anyway, talk to you later. <laughs> all right, next caller. Uh, all right, Jeffy fifty eight, uh, killer of heroes. Yusuke gifted a sub to Mark because Yusuke is trying to get on the show. Uh, Dad, we don't. I don't think we have. Sounds like a smart guy. I don't think we have enough time to get. Uh, we already have a bunch. We have four other callers coming, so I don't think we have enough time. Unfortunately, it's okay. Uh, Dasher, 777. Trollos, Kensai. Michael, do.
2: What if he gives 10? Could we maybe move him up the line? No, no, or?
0: I You have to be careful doing that on the show because then it just becomes a, a pay-to-win show. So I've always been... What's <laughs> wrong yeah, with that. Well, it's... it's.
2: <laughs> I, Come on, I need to teach you. I, know, <laughs> I know,
0: I know. I try to... I, I'll simp for the subs, but I don't ever want it to impact the content other than, I guess, people having to deal with me shouting them out. Uh, Nick Matas Mot- <laughs> is here. Nick, is that, can I just call you Nick, even though we have another? Yeah, Nick? it's fine. Uh, where are you calling from?
7: Bellingham, Washington. Bellingham,
0: Washington. Hey, I just drove past the Columbia River Gorge yesterday. That was pretty cool.
1: <laughs> no one cares.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, if you live in the U.S., there's a lot of cool stuff out here. You should you should come watch it. Nick, uh, what do you what do you want to talk about tonight?
2: So Mark kind of allowed me to combine my two takes, but originally my first question was um, to ask LS, who do you think is the most underrated team going into Worlds? And then prefacing it, I guess, with my own opinion is, I think FlyQuest can actually get out of groups versus DRX,
0: and so that's like my take combined in one. Okay, so take... (laughs) 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 You have woken
7: him up. What? What What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) What? All right, so... so...
1: I'll, I'll I'll go to bat a little bit for them because most underrated is a relative <laughs> term, so it's not you know who's actually you know going to make noise necessarily. But if you think FlyQuest is absolute horseshit, but they're actually like not that, then that you could argue they're they're for, they're the most under you know undervalued because they're they're you know like it's a relative yeah,
0: thing. Yeah, you, you have them underground when in reality they're just sort of baseline.
1: Right. You, know. you think they're like. So, but the, prob- but the saying- problem was
0: his take wasn't FlyQuest is underrated. His take was FlyQuest is getting out of groups. and.
1: Well, it was, just, it was a two-parter. It was who do you think is the most underrated? He thinks it's FlyQuest. And they're, that's, yeah, they're yeah. like, okay, I can't, I can't go that hard. But I will say you could argue FlyQuest is the most underrated if you think they're going to go 0-6. But like, hey, they might get two wins or something. I mean, last you, know, week, like you could argue that makes them more. Uh, last week <laughs> on the
0: show, I thought you guys were saying FlyQuest was our only chance of getting a team out of groups, Mark.
1: Let's let LS go first, and then we can retread that crowd, maybe. What <laughs> okay. the fuck,
2: Mark? <laughs> oh, shit. All right.
0: Um, uh, LS. Yeah, I mean, most I, don't, I don't.
2: I don't know how. Yeah, uh, most underrated at the tournament. I don't know. It seems like people are doubting LGD, and I don't know why. Um, so I guess I would say them uh, relative to their level, and then otherwise, I think it would be DRX because even though like I'm even trashing on them a bit. Um, I think that people have this notion that they're very bad, um, but I think that it's relative. It, it, it's always relative. Um, so I think there, there's that. I think otherwise, yeah. If we're going to make a candidate uh, for someone else, then I think it actually probably would be FlyQuest uh, as the next one. So you, so you agree? Um, because I think that. Well, I mean, for underratedness, I don't think FlyQuest can beat DRX. I mean, I, I I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. they um, they're they're, they're it, it's just one of those matchups where it's like, where and through what metrics are we are we suggesting that they have an edge? But then also, did did we watch North America? Because I mean, the whole thing I find the best way to cover LCS
0: is to not watch it. That helps me a lot.
2: Yeah. So, uh, the games were just so messy, and the, the manner in which FlyQuest would get advantages and then throw them, or the man, the the manner in which they win. I mean, I, I can't. I can't see it ever happening. Versus DRX, it's just one of those things that's
0: weird. God, this so clip here, is going to do bonkers for me on Twitter whenever I clip it after FlyQuest beats DRX. Gonna, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs>
1: cool. Uh, after they <laughs> beat DRX yes. in, in the first week, because yeah. DRX is kind of trolling yeah. their ass, and then or when they beat
0: them again right. in finals, it's going to go even crazier with FlyQuest. Anyway,
1: <laughs> all right. So, anyways, here was, here was the argument that Kelsey was making that I, I ended up agreeing with a little bit. I, I still said, I think I, I, think I might have said I still preferred TL, but I, I understood. Um, it was basically that there's like a really low percent chance that FlyQuest gets out. And there's a really yes. low chance that TL gets out. and There's a really low chance that TSM gets out. The reason that FlyQuest might be the f- most likely to get out for a North American team is that uh, TES is such a favorite in that group. They'll probably go 6-0 in a lot of people's minds or this was the case that she was being, if they go 6-0, it makes the second place potentially more volatile because the second place team will have two losses. Um, and so in a world where FlyQuest can pick up two wins versus, you know, like Mad Lions or something or, or whatever, it just smushes, smushes the middle down a little bit because you want... Uh, a 6-0 team, and then, like, a, a really weak team. I'm not saying I think Mad Lions is really weak, but I'm saying, like, in this hypothetical world of how does FlyQuest get out of this group, it's TES smashes, uh, Mad Lions underperforms, and then DRX gets upset somehow by FlyQuest. And then sh- the, the argument was that was more, like, just as likely to happen as, like, TL doing the same thing in Group A to uh, Sooning and G2, um, which... That was the part I, I kind of still was like, I think TL is still more likely because at least Machi's in there. But, um, you know, that, that was the case that there's such a standout for the first seed in that group that it might give DRX more losses than, you know, if G2 and Suning go one and one against each other. And then you have two five and one teams or whatever kind of thing, because it's,
2: it's harder to force a, a weird situation then yeah i i think i think the 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 situations that you're proposing are like the most realistic for upsets i i, I don't i don't disagree with that
1: yeah so i <laughs> it's no way by saying i think FlyQuest is gonna get out I, yeah i think you like said that, that. I, mark no i don't think i said that i said uh nothing of the sort I okay. said, and I also said that th- these situations are just as likely to apply to like you know Mad Lions as well. Like I don't think FlyQuest is necessarily better than Mad Lions either. Um, I have huge problems with how North American teams approach the game and how slow they are, and how they don't take any fights in in laning phase. And after dragon goes down, it's five minutes of farming and Noah makes,
0: you know. All right. Again, we're trying to the- we're trying to avoid the, the, the <laughs> weirdest
2: thing. <laughs> about the weird the weirdest thing about FlyQuest DRX is um the dynamic of like Power of Evil versus Chovy. Um when, when you think about what that ends up meaning, um it- it's not good. You have someone that's playing all control mages, right? That need time. And DRX's strongest player is thus just granted freedom. Or able to likewise just get free time. Like that that's not that doesn't feel very good. Like if we if we go back a year and we look at like Dom Wan versus G2 or whatnot, if you have champions that just push and run around and start disrupting side lanes and things like that, then yes, you can you can offset the you know the Grand Canyon that's present in mid lane that is Power Beal versus Chovy. Um but when you're handshaking into Chovy and you <laughs> play these champions at a worse level than the LCK mid laners, who he's used to lane kingdoming. Then I, I, I don't know. I don't know what we're expecting.
0: All right, I'm going to take you back to I am San Jose, 2015, 2016. What the fuck? Where <laughs> North America? Really then, North right. America had a really intimidating all-star mid laner named Bjergsen. Okay, and. Then there was like this wonky team called Unicorns of Love, and uh, they they it's like oh these guys aren't going to be able to beat TSM, and Power of Evil, against all odds shows up against Bjergsen, and begins a a, a long standing history of having that that man's number. So what I'm saying is not only
1: never forget Kickus t not only jungle. not only will
0: Poe. P- you know, he could do the same thing here, but he can create a, a long-standing history of beating Chovy the same way he did with Bjergsen. There's a precedent. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, caller, uh, before L's response, I just want to say thank you so much. Uh, what do you want to talk about or what do you want to shout out before we move on to the next caller? <laughs>
2: um, I want to give two shout outs. One was to L's. I think he adds so much to the community and he just works his ass off super hard. So all respect to him. And then my second shout out is FlyQuest because despite all these very, very probably true arguments and the fact
7: that FlyQuest has a very good chance to go on six, I still believe that Power of Evil and Ignar can pull off the magic they did a couple of years ago.
0: Well, thank you so much for the call. Looking forward to seeing NA crush it. Anyway, <laughs> catch you later. All right. Uh, we're going to do one more caller then we'll take a quick break. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Where are we? On the sub, shoutouts, Kyle0808, good to see you again. 32 months at tier two, thank you. The Slatherpuss, 13 months, Shiny Bisharp, and a Killer of Heroes. And looks like we should have Mark back any second. Uh, again, stick around uh-huh. after the show, because I'm going to be, de- be debuting a... A hype video collab thing that i've been working on oh yeah i mean lsu you want to watch, want to watch it because it's positive towards the night but waffle foot is here waffle foot where are you calling from <laughs>
6: i'm calling
5: from dallas texas uh at Ooh. least for a little bit longer
0: oh okay well
2: you're in an airport
0: no uh, what's it, the time within, frame of a little within bit within the next of...
5: month i'm going to be moving to la mostly. Oh, oh okay okay it's
0: a great place uh though i will say fire um texas well anyway uh, what do you want to... The ping is great. Yeah. What do you... What do you... Well, I don't know if Let's it's... What... she's amazing. <laughs> is... <laughs> Let's just keep saying <laughs> random things about LA. Wafflefoot, what do you want to talk about on the show?
5: Uh, tonight, I had a question for LS specifically. Uh, I wanted to know from his perspective, what has uh, Korea's transition been like going while they've been slowly transforming from playing the, quote, perfect game to playing a more aggressive Chinese style? From your perspective, how has that transformation been?
0: By the way, hype train in the chat. That's all I'm gonna say.
1: Yeah, and I'd even throw in the extra context of like the bottom out that kind of happened in twenty eighteen when LCK just kind of boomed. Um and, and like, you know, what it was it like being on kind of the, the ground floor a little bit of of the L C K scene during that time. Uh what? Wait, what? Wait, what? what? He was saying, you know, like, what was it like, uh, you know, for LCK? Oh, uh, yeah, I know that. L- Alice, what was your Alice doesn't remember. Oh, I was saying, also 2018. With 20- He's purged he that from his brain. He's like, I don't
0: understand. Worlds, we didn't have that. You no, know,
1: when Gen G went one five, we didn't have that all in 2018. These terrible things happened. They lost yeah. a and got absolutely bodied by Sneaky's Lucian. Remember that? Okay. All right. Yeah, the um, darkest timeline
2: for, for LCK. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Um. All right. So the uh, I don't I don't think um Korea's uh, I mean all right so uh, first off um the perfect game thing I mean I, I I assume this is like aimed at me because people assume that I claim that there's like a perfect or ideal way to play the game that I mean that's not true um if you freeze frame games uh, professional players should be able to agree upon um uh. You know various different options that exist, some of which clearly being better than others. Um, And so it it comes uh, down to basically assessing like who is closest to identifying these options and then shooting them. Um, Right.
1: I I don't want to. I maybe wafflefoot can correct me. I, I always assumed that that kind of stuff started more from like the Monty, you know, like. The best League of Legends will have zero kills, kind of thing. Maybe wafflefoots foot wrong, but I always that's, assume when people what people talk about like th-
5: that's actually the position I was coming from. Uh, was okay. Like style. So.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I don't. I don't believe in the the notion of like this perfect gang concept. Um, I think that. Uh, Like, for instance, if we look at the super server right now, I'm waiting for, because I know it exists, uh, many pro players are not happy with the server anymore. Um, We alluded to it earlier um, with pros requesting Korean accounts but being denied. Um, I think a lot of people are very fed up uh, with the way that the solo queue is going in the region, even though, like, the ping is great, the mechanics are great. It's not natural. It's, It's very bad. Things are very, very forced. They're not, like... That's not the, uh, that, that, that's not the uh, ideal way to optimize leads and advantages. Um, so while it's very entertaining to watch and it's very fun, it, it doesn't make it uh, great, right? And it's also very, very far away from scrims um, and how stage games actually go, and there's a reason for that. Um, but anyways, uh, Korea, interestingly enough, so I, I mentioned it earlier on in this uh, call, um, Korea stays away from the Chinese server and, to my knowledge, from Chinese scrims. So the notion that they're becoming more aggressive or something like that I don't think is very true. Dom1 is an outlier, um, where dom One seem very harmonious with one another, and the addition of Ghost and the meta being the way that it is allows them to basically play four versus three uh, on the, the top side of the map. And I think their cohesion, combined with having two of the best solo laners, and, or the best mid laner in LCK plus Nuggery, um, allows them to conduct themselves in ways that other LCK teams aren't doing. Um, that translates to uh, explosive games and very fast finishes. But I don't think it has anything to do with um, a transformation into an LPL akin style. Um, I, I don't think that's apt analysis. Yeah.
1: Did I answer that well? I yeah. I think Sorry. I think you did. It sounded like okay. disagreeing with the premise that like LCK had such a perfection focused thing in the beginning or that it's it's kind of copied L- lpl yeah maybe you could say i would i would say maybe inspire a little bit like the the pace of game has sped up but that's also like the entire world outside of the team i mean even na mm-hmm. as much as we meme it it's i still think it's faster than it was back yeah games
0: are ago. definitely shorter we don't have like the 55 Ooh. minute yeah
1: I mean, even like uh, combined kills per minute is up. Uh, I, th- I think uh, quite a bit globally because you're forced to team fight every five minutes. Whereas actually, you know, right. like for a period of time, the the ten, the, the five to twenty minute mark, like no one actually needed to five v five. You actually never needed to. I mean, you you probably should at some points, but like Drake stacking has made that much more likely when you're at third dragon at eighteen minutes and these kinds of things that you get team fights. So like. I think the, the, the meta has forced teams to be more proactive in that sense. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think that the, the style is, is exactly the same. I think, I think I see LPL teams being a lot greedier than LCK and even EU teams. Like, the, the likelihood that they will stay after a skirmish to push out another wave to get what they want whether that's because of a reset or gold or whatever and then like the jungler comes down and tries to punish them for being greedy and you get these more extended fighting situations um, their their TP usages are usually a little bit more lane oriented EU I was super impressed the amount of fucking deep Wars they would throw in lanes to try and get uh if, if they ever got TP advantage on top side like there's there's Wards going in bot deep deep bot lane to try and get TP flanks and stuff constantly like I think mm-hmm. each region has its own like little styles uh, even though you know, I think you could say that the whole global meta has tended to be more active, which is what the LPL has been at the forefront
0: of. Mm-hmm. Well.
5: i don't totally agree with that. I'd say that uh, pretty much answers the question that I had.
0: Ellis, did you get a chance to answer Mark's question too, which was just like what, what has it been like being in North America, or sorry, and Korea as sort of the, the LCK world has changed? Um...
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, so it was always, it was always kind of awkward for me, um, because as the, the color for LCK, I was never a proponent of this narrative. I would always actually dissent against it anytime it was brought up. Um, so I don't, I don't know. Uh, for me, it wasn't that different from Korean players that I would, I would always talk to, um, their beliefs never really changed, um interviews I think like they would buy into the narrative talking point but I think that has to do with uh the way that like interviews and segments and uh commercials and stuff are utilized in LCK like for instance our trash talk is not actually trash talk it's more like love talk they could just call it tinder or something I don't don't (laughs) even know um so like that's kind of weird but to my knowledge the players have never actually personally believed that any anything uh majorly changed or was impacted
1: I think that's actually super cool to hear because it's definitely for Western fans who get these, you know, like you don't get what a lot of the translations and stuff, you kind of get like the more filtered yep. through, or whatever you. So, like, I think there is this big perception in the West that, like, korea bottomed out in 2018 realized they're no longer the juggernauts the number one region who is the meta-defining yada 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 and have had to learn and grow and change their mindset and you know like i think there's this big narrative in that angle which is really cool to hear that like you know probably not quite the case i think right. that's actually really interesting yep well pretty pog it is <laughs>
0: pretty, <laughs> pretty
3: you
1: you got some great last words that you throw into these these topics when they kind of peter out i gotta say
0: i never know how to finish it but you've you've got the great anyway waffle foot thank you so much for the call any shout outs you want to you want to make before we take a quick break
5: yeah, I've got two. The biggest shout out, obviously, is to Alienware, hey. given the, how it makes it so how it makes everything just so much po- more possible for you. Thank you. Uh, my dad actually recently got an Alienware because he needed a new computer, and I was like, "Hey, I've got this cool ten percent off code that you can go use." Love uh, to hear it. The other the other shout out is actually uh, over to Team Liquid for Liquid Plus. Uh, I've got my invite today, and it was it is I'm actually pretty surprised uh, by the platform, and I'm. Really, I'm really enjoying it as a fan. So. Nice. Alice Shout looks uh, Alice, Alice like
0: what tilted Ellis
3: this he Alice
5: is
0: honestly Alice, because this is what actually. the thing is. Alice has so many simps <laughs> that the moment that anybody ever tries to say thank you to somebody other than him, he he gets outraged. He's like, what the hell? This is what.
1: <laughs> He's like, wait, you guys actually have other, other viewers in here? I thought these were all this my is, viewers. This
0: is what happens when reddit just loves you every day for Uh, so long uh you know it's just actually yeah uh, you don't know how to deal with this anyway uh but waffle thank you for that and uh by the way the liquid plus stuff is pretty cool for those that don't know liquid is doing like a loyalty program essentially so uh, i did an interview with steve a while back on it if you guys want to check it out but thanks uh waffle foot and we'll catch you next time have a good one so we're going to take a quick break really quickly. We were just talking about uh, sponsors to talk about a returning sponsor to the show, which is Draft Buff. Thank you so much to Draft DraftBuff. Uh, I'm putting their link into the chat right now. Actually, I just realized I don't have the right thing copy-pasted. So I'm going to... Trick2G is hosting me for 2,500 viewers. What the... I love how we get rated and hosted this much on the episode where I am... Um, not in my apartment, able to take advantage of this and stream for several hours after. I'm like in a hotel, awkwardly holding a microphone that's gotten heavier and heavier <laughs> as everything has gone on. And uh, are we getting... I wonder how high are we up are on, on the boards. I
2: just want to... I want to point out your mod, Yasuke. Yeah. He is sub to me, not you.
0: Okay, well he's not a mod. <laughs> I, I, I... I know you said... I know you said my mod, but I don't. He's not a mod. You unmod him for that? I'm just. <laughs> there's a. I saw a sword next to his name on one of his posts. You won't see. It, you won't see it. <laughs> one <laughs> of his messages. You won't see it anymore. Um,
5: <laughs> oh my god! It's actually gone. <laughs>
0: it's just Rip. we we reward loyalty <laughs> around here. Um... Anyway, Mark, did you see Trick rated or Trick hosted us for twenty five hundred people? Trick two yes, G. Yes, we have seventy five hundred people watching the show right now.
3: <laughs>
1: well, that's it's a great time or random. I guess, no, no, no offer, it's, yeah. it's,
0: it's, it's super generous. Thank you. I I was just complaining because I'm holding this microphone and have for two hours that I wish that I got all this attention on an episode where I was at home. But you know what? We've interrupted our our ad break, so we're back. Hello, Trick two G viewers. This is a show we talk about League of Legends. I appreciate it uh you're joining us for a quick break well i'm telling you about an amazing product called draft buff i uh, i put their link in the description in the chat a couple times and it'll be in the description if you're watching the vod uh draftbuff.com slash join slash travis gafford so they are back for worlds and they now have salary leagues leagues there are four to ten people they you can do uh snake leagues like snake draft style etc um, but they don't normally work uh, for a tournament like Worlds, so now they're going to bring. Basically, if you guys have played any of their draft royales, you can you can draft a team and then you go up weekly against someone from your league every week, and your players carry, carry over and all that stuff. So it's a great way to kind of keep things going throughout uh, Worlds. And they have got five weeks, plans, groups, group week two, quarterfinals, semi, and then semi and finals. So if you want to go check that out, go check it out. They also have draft royales which are uh, right now you can join one just for playing, which if you've done that in the uh, summer split, it's a really easy way to just create a quick team, not a long-term commitment, play with a bunch of different people. We do, like, I have a a draft Royale that you can join up in if you want to compete against me and a bunch of other Hotline League viewers and maybe now LS LS viewers and uh, Trick2G viewers. Maybe they'll join up. And then we also have Bracket bracket Royales. They've got Brackets and Pick'em's. And so, they basically, if you're familiar with Pick'Em, you can go and you can basically guess on who's going to win each play and match after the plans. Um, and they're going to do them for groups and then a bracket for the main event. So, either way, go check all this stuff out. Uh, there's a big page, uh, draftbuff.com join slash Travis Gafford. There's a link in the description. And I'm also putting that into Twitch chat right now. You can see what they offer. Really great to have them back. We really enjoyed working for with them um, this summer. And I uh, can't wait to, to do some more stuff with them. And, again, like we've got some cool Travis uh, Gafford stuff going over there if you want to join a Draft Royale and all that stuff. It's going to be built out um, as, as things go on. We also have the playing bracket, so go check that out. And then I guess they're pulling my tweets. So you can also see my, tweet, my tweets over there, which is very generous of them. So thanks so much, Draft Buff, for sponsoring the show.
1: Uh, you ready for the hardest tangent of all time? Yeah. Hey, LS, what do you think about the um, COD players not wanting to sweat and don't want matchmaking in their unranked play. Were were you in that I thought I saw you in that one of those Twitter threads.
2: Oh my god, I was. I was. I was. Wait, so what 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 No, I so I went at the notion that um you would never practice or have fun against lower uh MMR people. Mm. Like as as a as a viable means of practicing and like doing other stuff.
1: Right. Yeah, the idea like, I, hey, we want to have fun loadouts and just pub stomp people, right? It's like what they want to do, basically.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let me let me read it. Uh, if you've never played FPS games, then it makes sense you think this way. So much different than a fighting game. You can casually pay pickup basketball with people of all skill levels. You can't casually play tennis if the skill level is too different. But, I mean, that sentence alone is actually untrue um you can play tennis even if the skill level is dramatically different because there's still things that you as the player can work on now the opponent's probably not going to get to have a whole lot of fun or you can actually have the opponent uh do things that you know you're really bad at that doesn't actually require another professional player right like there's still things that you can do um i don't know uh yeah. th- i thought yeah i yeah yeah, it was it was just really
1: funny because when I got up for water, I remember that that was one of the things that happened this week. I don't remember why it jumped in my head. But Something
0: that, uh, by the way, I was going to say during the intro of the show, Complete another tangent since we're doing tangents right now. Uh, oh, by the way, we're number two on Twitch behind Sneaky. So we just need to get Sneaky to go offline Unleague? and be number one. Yeah,
2: yeah. hold on. Let me message her. Let me... If you <laughs> make
0: a disconnect, oh, right. that guy.
2: Anyway, remember Jensen? <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: I- Jesus. <laughs> well, I mean, we're almost done with the stream, so I hope nobody else reads this because I'm gonna feel really bad if I, I can't keep yelling in this hotel room. It's 11 o'clock at night here. Anyway, uh, no. So, so kid you not. Five minutes before the show started, I get a text from Chase that's like, "Did you authorize this $550 purchase?" And I'm like, "No." And then I log into my Chase account, and somebody has charged $550 and then $1,100 to, uh-huh. to another random website. And um, so I have to uh, – I haven't had a chance to deal with this yet. But that's I, I – five minutes before the show, I what? found out somebody got my credit card number, and it's just buying random things Did online. you disable your card? Yeah, so I think it's disabled because I replied back with to Chase with no because it's like, say yes if you approve this, if no – and there so i think that's or it's hopefully kicked everything off but i have to as soon as this is done um and my stream okay. is done i have to call them and figure that all out all right
2: well then i'll i'll stop tangenting and get the no people. that's fine 500 550 i mean that's a little bit of tap. i mean that's a lot of subs you it, know, yes, know
0: it is it is a lot of subs speaking of a lot of subs <laughs> thank you to oh yusuke subbed uh he says it's my fourth with it so yusuke trying to get back into the mod club Kyle, thank you for the five gifted subs. Fizz only noob, thank you for the prime. The signal gifted ten subs. Very nice. Naked homeless man uh, and penile. I'm not going to say the rest of your name.
2: Those are really those are really good names C- back to C- back, C- back. Naked
0: <laughs> CG gladiator fishtail split. Anyway, I'll alpha, say
2: it again for for Mark. Alphabet
0: is here. I'm not going to say. Alphabet is here. Where are you calling from?
2: Quebec City, Canada.
0: Oh. We had a montreal caller and now we've got a quebec city canada caller what do you want to talk about yep. on the show
8: so i basically want to make a point that um i think only one chinese team will make it to semifinals, uh, unless geg gets a favorable matchup in quarters because the other two teams don't have uh, good enough laners to compete against all the other teams mainly lck
0: sorry sir you're saying only one will make cool. it to quarters <laughs> Oh, sorry, semis.
8: Yep, and that's TS, obviously. Okay. who I think we'll probably end up winning. And
0: do you think that the other teams will get eliminated in uh, quarters?
8: Yeah, I can break it down. So I think, I think there's a high chance that Suning won't make it out of groups because if if TL's bot lane is playing on form, I don't think Suning's uh, bot lane will be good enough to compete against them, and I don't think Angel is nearly good enough to compete against Jensen. Uh, plus, uh, Bin, him being a rookie, I think he's going to have... Uh, he won't be able to... Not He won't be able to take advantage of uh, the fact that Impact, you know, plays losing matchups most of the times. Um, and as far as LGD goes, I, I think LGD is has way too much variance. And basically, they on, they, the only way for them to win games is when L- Xie and uh, Peanut... Go nuts! I don't think that's gonna happen, especially not against um, TSM. (laughs) Though I, I I think it could happen against uh, Selfmade, obviously, because I mean he's kind of a confident player himself. But um, yeah, that's it.
0: So first off, I like your call. If people are looking at my reactions, my reactions are not to what you're saying. My reactions are to LS's reactions to what you're saying. So uh,
1: so. that's what mine were too. And I was gonna say someone needs to get a supercut of LS's reactions to this because it's like that fucking Vince McMahon thing, but like the negative version of it (laughs) you know he's just slowly like getting more and more tilted as the call went on Uh,
0: what gives you what gives you so much confidence in like the especially the lcs teams you mentioned in in overcoming lpl
8: oh uh, yeah i'm not giving uh, lcs teams that much uh credit actually it's much more uh, lck teams for my take uh i think suning is way too overrated and i don't think lgd is good at all but if they do they could get they, they could get go to quarters i think they would both get uh, annihilated by uh G drx They just name it g2 i think g2 would shit on uh, LGT if they were to play them um yeah that's pretty much it i think so for me jdg will definitely get into quarters alongside the ts uh but i think the uh, jdg could win maybe against drx because drx um their only way of winning is when Chovy has a favorable matchup, and he just snowballs the entire game. Although they always pick for like winning winning lanes, they're not able to you know uh, snowball their leads and uh, and and get through the mid game because they they just pick shitty fights. Um, and I think JDG's, I mean, basically the El just the Chinese scene in general. It's every single team is that their variance level is way too high. And that's because they take fights way too often. And they're just hoping that they're going to outplay a lot of uh, situations and end up winning. I think that's why you... It's okay. All
1: right. I'll go first. But I just got to say, big shitty fights is probably my favorite
8: (laughs) mean, to to describe something. My vocabulary isn't that good. I hope. So. I hope. No, I, I
0: hope you use that, Mark, in your like when you're on the round table. i to
1: yeah. take it at some yeah. point. Yeah. Like, that
0: was a big shitty fight. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So LS, first off, you know, um, we try to in a not be super toxic to each other. So uh, if you if you <laughs> as as you explained your side of things, uh, you know, just uh, be gentle. Anyway, what do you what do you think of all this? Because you're rocking back and forth in your chair like you're very upset.
2: Oh no no no! I, I agree with him. Oh, great.
0: Okay. Well, congratulations, caller. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right, caller's okay. done. Let's get out of here. No. Um, so LS, I I know there's a lot to dive in there, but what? Where do you see the flaws in the logic? You
2: mean dive in. I'm gonna get third degree burns if I dive in. <laughs> you road rash. <laughs> Holy shit! Wait a minute. So okay, hold on. Do you, wait. Do you like? Wait. So so you feel like DRX is is okay, right? I, I think they're
8: they're better than Sooning and LGD for sure. A hundred percent. But
2: okay, but you, you made a comment about someone being a rookie and how that matters, but Carrie is literally a rookie and so is Pioche. Yeah. So
8: absolutely, Absolutely. I think Chovy's uh she's getting linking them uh both Angel and uh and she I think she is she is like a better version of I don't okay. know, like uh Golden Gloom.
2: That the, I mean that that wasn't what I was concerned with. It was that the the, okay. the, the the foundation upon which you're arriving at conclusions is uh, it you know it, do, it doesn't it doesn't stand up, right because DRX literally has two rookies. So you should then apply that to every DRX series, but that that's not how analysis works. Being a rookie doesn't really matter. Carry is the best LCK support. Um, I think like rookie rookie is a term that gets thrown around a lot as like cover and I think that it, it's very good for like narrative and yes, it can be impressive, but it doesn't actually have any any, uh, leg to stand on when it comes to analysis. The Sooning thing is just so weird. They're they're twelve and four in LPL, which uh, you're thinking that they're not favored against Team Liquid, who lost to TSM and uh, wavered in North America. But Sooning, who went twelve and four in the LPL, is somehow not favored. Am I? I.
8: When favored? I definitely think they're favored over. TL At least I don't, I can't see a word where TL can win because I think I, we've seen tactical and core GG at their peak, and I think mechanically they're, they're better than uh, than uh, Juan Fang and um, I don't have, uh, uh what's his name, fuck, uh, uh Fang it's name. sword art, yeah, sword art. Um, I but I also, my main point was that even if they get two quarters, I don't see a wor- uh, a, a world where they can beat Gen G or even JDG or DRX. I, I, I don't think that's possible. I think there's just like too much lane deficiency within that team. And as far as like, to me, the the, my, the, the, the more contentious point would probably be JDG. I could see them making semifinals, obviously, because I think they're a better team than uh than DRX, which is like their only favorable matchup. I think if they play either G2 or... Uh... Yeah, go ahead, no, go ahead.
2: But you, you just said that no Chinese teams except for TS would make it past quarters, but now you're saying that you could see them beating DRX. I mean, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. it just feels like everything just keeps uh, ebbing and flowing the longer that we, we, we discussed. First, the rookies matter. Now they don't matter. Initially, you said TL would beat Suning, and now Suning is going to beat TL.
8: So what, I, what are we doing? I don't think I made a point that rookies matter. Maybe I made a point that one rookie player wasn't good enough, but it wasn't because he was a rookie. So, like, Tactical is a rookie... I think he's. I think the, the fact that you're a rookie, like the only you, like you mentioned, Suning's top laner. Yeah, Bin, Yeah, yeah. B, okay, so here, but here's my yeah, now you're right. Rook. You're bringing up tacticals. So why? why yeah, does yeah, that yeah. Not yeah. Like? Just rookies in general, I think they're very uh, they, they're high variance players. So like, I think that applies as well. But mm-hmm. if we if we're just going off of peak performance, say everybody's at their peak, I think TL's bot lane is better than uh, Suning's bot lane. I think bin is better than impact but just marginally and I think impact does even play to win lane anyway so it it, it, it doesn't really affect anything I think is gonna like at peak performance I think Angel can get oh. destroyed by Jensen
2: oh but wait, wait no hold on T- please okay D- D- Mark or Travis call me crazy did he did he not say that impact has an edge because Ben's a rookie
8: no I did not say that What I said that even well, Mark, Eric, is he? I mean, Okay. Sorry. Okay. I, Go ahead,
9: Mark.
1: I actually don't remember for sure if you said that or not because I was I was looking up uh I was trying to look up Bin's um some some of his stats real quick cuz I actually mm-hmm. think Bin is is good. Like this is one of the things that I think like when when you were talking before about about uh, for Ellis talking about like teams and their own environment and who they're playing against. Like you need to realize that Bin is playing carry versus carry matchups against the best top laners in the world who are also playing carry versus carry. Like he's going up against like Flandre, the shy, like three six nine, like there's all these sick top laners in Korea who he's going toe to toe with all the time, and largely doing like okay. I mean, if you look at some of his playoff stuff, like maybe some struggles, but yeah. like that's not at all what Impact had to deal with in North America. There's a, a single fucking team playing carries top, and really playing around them in TSM, and they lost to them. So like, I. And the final thing I'll say is Huang Feng and Sordar should not be slept on. Like, they're actually good. And Sordar is like a world's performer who has has big achievements under his belt. You know, like, I don't think you can just t- dismiss a lot of
8: these things so quickly. Okay, yeah. Maybe I sound a bit brash, but I I agree with that. Bin is a good player. I think he's very promising. As I said, uh, I think he's just he, – he plays – he picks fights – Way too often he they, they trade a lot in the, in, L- in the LPL obviously, um but the point about Impact that I made was just that we've seen Impact play against better top laners at every single world, and we've seen we've seen Impact consistently be able to get out of lane even or ahead while being on the Nile. Night-
0: well, so, so so unfortunately we're, we're running a long time because we have to get one more caller and yeah. we're, already, we're already over our, our two hours. But Alphabet, thank you. And the nice thing for you is that if any of this comes true, you'll look like a prophet. Um, but I, it's just, I, I think the odds are maybe against you here. True. Is there anything you want to shout out before we move on to our last caller?
8: Yeah, Alice and Dom, actually. Uh, they I've watched a lot of League because of you two. I think uh, your commentary is... Uh,
0: it's great. And the people that Ellis is most aggressive with are the ones that shout him out. Either Anyway, thank you so much, Alphabet. <laughs> Have a good one. No problem. Have a good day.
1: I mean, I just the idea that I mean LPL teams struggling is a point you can make. But the the angle that I was surprised that wasn't even the rookie one. It was the on the individual level is, is going to be the issue. That was surprising.
0: Well, let's grab the. uh Yeah, that was. Yeah. Let's grab the last color. Okay. And CG Oh, we already got that. Pup Trooper. Cold as Ice gifted five subs. Thank you so much, Cold. Uh Toucan Sam Mid, thank you. Chucky CF Malman Bobacola. Thirty seven months. Holy moly. Uh Tuba King and Orsaki. Looks like our final caller is here. Stalp three. Stalp where are you calling from?
4: Hey guys, I'm calling from Stockholm, Sweden.
0: Oh, what time is it there?
4: Roughly seven uh, seven a.m. Oh,
0: well, thank you for, for calling in. Um, what do you want to talk about?
4: Um, so we see we hear a lot of talk about the uh, the players coming to Worlds. We have a lot of super laners, and we have some very talented junglers, specifically like Canyon uh, and Broxa and stuff like that. But I wanted to put some focus onto the coaches and see if you guys could give me an example of who do you think is the best coach at worlds? This I year? mean,
0: chat. I mean, he's, he's, it's only been, uh, one split and he got coach of the split. So I feel like pretty clearly. True. Jatt is, there you go. Is where it's at.
1: Wrap it up. There's the call right there. It's all over. He's
0: yeah. <laughs> easiest. Actually, Bjergsen probably is the best coach. No. Um, okay. So Mark, what do you think on this? What? What, we, I want to punt. We go, we to, go pun. to LS first <laughs> right. Although, every single time. I mean, what? That's so, a, that, is that true? But, I
2: don't know. I don't... Uh, so, I, uh, so people might have noticed this uh, LCK voting. I opted out of the coach vote. Um, and the reasons that I gave is that conversations like this, I think, are very hazardous. Um, and the reason that I think that they're hazardous is unless you have um, behind-the-scene information or there is a uh, public orbit uh of players that coaches have interacted with or worked with it is i think it's very gross to use conjecture to form opinions on people because the reality is is that they could be doing nothing they could be doing everything but you can't know and so having conversations on it i think becomes very scary unless you can see very clear intent or very clear deviation from how something used to be. Um, And then if the players are outwardly spoken that it's, you know, because of this person, then you have something to go on. Um, But this is a conversation I don't like to have. I don't like to engage in it. Um, I like to monitor orbit um, surrounding like coaches and analysts and stuff in order to make conclusions because all too many times we've just seen very gross things. Um, And, uh, see, I, I don't want to like throw people under the bus, uh, but for instance, someone that would be toted as um, you know the best coach uh, in the world went to another region and failed to make playoffs. I think twice.
0: I think right? you're talking about. Um, yes, you said you don't want to play. Now but you, that's who you're talking. About. No,
2: no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, right, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to throw him I'm under teasing. the bus. I'm, I'm oh, okay. So what what I'm trying to make though is that we have no idea what goes on. So suddenly, because he fails to make playoffs twice, is he now suddenly a bad coach, or is it because he has three world titles that he's an amazing coach? It sounds right, like there's like, a lot more stuff that's going on
1: right like i I totally agree. I, I love this point because like it's so easy to have people who didn't agree or didn't want to agree in the past now use this new like evidence <sighs> oh, or whatever. It's like, oh, he was just getting carried by faker for so long, or whatever, you know, and coma was never good. Or and the flip side, people might think Como is a God and therefore his players must suck, uh, in the LPL yes. or they won't listen to him or, or some, some other issue. And, um, I, I, you, you hear a lot of people in the scene talk about how difficult evaluating coaches is people abstain from votes uh, on these kinds of things. And okay. I, I think it's, it's real. I, I liked having this message before worlds is starting to ramp up, um, because Parth, for example, is someone who has been obliterated so many times in Reddit threads and stuff for like problems and like whether or not he deserves them is it, or, or not deserves, but like whether or not he, he's an issue or whatever, however you want to talk about it, like the, the amount of criticism he's gotten and the, the, the strength of it is insane. Um, the thing I, I do want, like I do like about coaches is at least giving the narrative of their accomplishments and like their histories in the scene and these kinds of things. Like those are things I think can still, like, it's probably the the most the most thing you can talk about. Unless, like, Ellis was saying, it's periphery. Like, these players really hype this guy up, and the players probably aren't bullshitting because they're actually sound excited when they talk about their coach or whatever. Um, yep. But you know, like, when you look at the names of some of these coaches, there are some like, oh yeah, Grabs is the most successful Western coach of all time, at least in terms of titles and and these kinds of things. You could say uh, CV Max is is super well known. Zefa, Hom. Like, there's a lot of really, really well-known... Even Freddy122, like, if you just go through the list, Jat, uh, you know, like, I think there are a lot of people who have had successes in in places that, like, I think it is uh, cool to acknowledge, like, hey, you guys remember this guy. He was a former world champion, and he's been on these teams and this kind of stuff. Uh, But I I definitely don't think, like, you would you would talk about them like, well, grabs is going to outdraft CV max or like if, if they do get out drafted, it's grabs his fault
2: or, you know, like these kinds of conversations that people often turn to the, the crazy thing about the, the draft discussion is that when you see uh, comments from players' streams or the mic checks come out, the coaches are very rarely talking. Um, and I, I mean, I, I can say like, uh, so obviously people probably don't read like Inven articles or DC uh, inside and whatnot. Um, like Korean coaches, do very little uh input inside of the draft phase um so like the the draft thing is the grossest thing that i see actually like on reddit and twitter uh where people get blamed for it um ender uh i know you know he's he's obviously under he's in some hot water with the uh champion release thing but um ender has publicly spoken about his time as a referee and uh his experience of, of how little or non-existent coaches speech would be during draft. Um, you know, so I think, I think this is really weird. Uh, I-, I think in terms of impressiveness, um, I, I guess you could say maybe a max, right? This is two years back to back worlds, um, with very different rosters. Um, you know, I mean, I-, I guess you could go off of that as like an objective feat or measurement. I think that's kind of cool. So, uh, I mean, that's right
0: Ellis you know, and Mark, you both coached uh, two of the most prolific teams in LCS. I'm just kind of curious. You know, you guys both have this experience being coaches in LCS. Which one of you would win out as coach <laughs> over the other uh, between Curse and Gravity? We,
2: we had a Smash Melee match on Final Destination to determine this. Oh, really? Uh,
0: Worlds 2016. Yeah. Is this true? Holy shit, did we?
2: <laughs> Holy shit! In the backstage at Riot,
0: is that true? (laughs) That
2: was
1: good. Wait, that might—that is true. I remember that we were the alt stream, right? (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot because Dracos was into it. I think was pastry there. Yeah. Oh my god. Ganon
4: versus Alco.
1: Yeah. Oh shit! I remember this. Who
10: won? (laughs) That was good. I don't remember Uh, that. No, I did. Okay.
1: This was so 2016. I was living with Josh, and like. Uh, Zell, he was a grindlord melee player, and he just beat the shit out of me every night for like weeks on end. So like, this is the height of my melee prowess. Probably was like nocturnal grinding melee with Josh. Um, I'm so bad now,
0: uh,
1: and I got my ass like. There's a lot of league players who are actually nuts. It's, it's actually really funny the amount of like league players like who are borderline pros
0: at Smash. Mark, uh, Mark used to be a coach we talked about that sometimes and like i i know that mark has little to no interest in ever going back even though he said publicly he's gotten a bunch of offers Ellis, ls there was a reddit thread recently uh, okay no no oh uh,
5: yeah you know it's just so hard turning down all those
0: well no but there was a reddit thread for ls too where i think ls you had said you got a bunch of offers right from different regions
2: yeah i had uh i had, I had four from na two from europe one from china uh and then i had that's two from more okay so
0: i guess my question is like because this comes up so often is there any world where you ever go back to coaching or are you just like rolling at the stacks flipping your cards with your your sunglasses on and you're like why would i ever so, go back to that because i kind of feel like that's how mark feels
2: so like t- 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 chat is so weird i, d- I don't know where the, this whole t1 thing actually comes from by the way it's so it's so strange Um, but so for coaching, um, I think it doesn't make sense because I feel like I've now entered into the Apto territory, um, where if like, hypothetically, if Apto would play, right, there's only winning. There's no, there's nothing else. Otherwise it's very damaging. Um, and I understand that. I understand that my stream is, uh, enormous right now. My patron, everything I'm doing, I actively coach lots of pro players like off stream, uh, which I would not be able to do um if i'm on a pro team um and i think i would lose that i would lose the ability to uh, openly talk about items i would i would lose the ability to openly you know do these these co-streams with pro player guests and like do all of that stuff and so i don't you know it, it's really hard to imagine uh what sort of stars would have to align in order for me to be willing to go back and coach if that makes right. sense
1: yeah i i think that 100 percent makes sense like people will yeah i don't know it's like you have all these things going well for you you have to give all that up for like this minimal upside situation where like i i doubt the financials of a coaching offer are even you know better than like let alone like, someone
2: having- um one of one of the teams um matched what my income was from everything that was one of, that was one of the offers Goddamn, damn that must have been they yeah they they calculated Whoa, um, sorry what was they the calculated... number
0: uh, did you say that <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is probably the chinese how many how many, how, yeah, how many
0: yeah. subs do you have again?
2: Uh, act oh no today is my doomsday travis why do you remind me
0: i gotta bring it i, you think, down I think today
2: is my doomsday I think I, I think I lose like 3k subs today yeah
0: well, that must be terrible to have 3K subs that you can lose. If
2: Travis lost 3K subs,
1: he <laughs> would have no I would have negative
0: 2,000 subs. 000 subs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would pay Twitch a lot of money that, that month. Um,
1: since this is just turning into all of us just kind of like, you know. No, I mean, just I just like, I think the coaching stuff ourselves. is interesting.
0: Because obviously it comes yeah. up a ton. And you guys both have, you both are former coaches who are now in this situation. So. What were you gonna say, Mark?
1: I think I was gonna say I, I was actually I, I, I thought I said this in the last hotline lead. I guess I didn't. I, I yeah, so I, I had a coaching offer and I it was like one of those ones where it was like the big the big moment where you're like, Are you going back or not? And I didn't. So like I'm I'm pretty much hundred percent done with coaching. I, I got a, a nice good offer. It's like the best you could you could ever dream or hope for probably. And I didn't take it, so I was like, you know what? That's probably the last last time I'm ever I mean, seriously gonna ever I it. I get
0: why this stuff comes up, because there is one organization who one but, of the most can, successful can, can organizations. I really yeah. quick. I, I I, right, I, I'm not
2: trying to be negative Nancy, okay, but I really gotta you know, I gotta break the fourth wall right here. Travis, who is Snarf? I don't know. He's been super toxic to me and Mark the whole stream. Don't you really? have coach? Wait, who is- yes. But he's like a 19-month sub. It's so weird.
0: No one wants Mark right. Z as a coach. Come on, Travis. Anyway, um, yeah, no, all I was going to say, <laughs> prolific organization, one of the most well-known, all-star mid laner, currently like in an awkward coaching situation, TSM, man. TSM is definitely this team waiting for you to show up, and uh, and I think they're ready for you next year.
1: Okay. China LS, right? Yes.
2: That's, That's right. You it's know, I mean, who everybody
0: knows? says SKT, so I was, I was turning it around. anyway. Yeah, I thought the joke. So, I thought I, the, I mean, the T1
2: over. thing is, is it because that was the title. What title? It said the, of the Inven thing. I, I,
1: I skimmed it. I think the problem was they said like T T1 in I forget exactly what it was, but it, it didn't say like what they were in contact with you for, and so I think everyone just jumped to coaching. And then some other okay. people were like, "It's probably more streaming," or like that's when all the speculation started spinning up. But like because it wasn't like they didn't say what this conversation was about, I think everyone just assumed, assumed coaching.
0: Whippy, okay. all right, caller is still here. Stulp. Uh you got yes. much more than you bargained for. I feel like with this coaching conversation, but uh, I, mm-hmm. I know it sounds like you know it's difficult for us to give you like a strong answer. But there are a lot of historic coaches to your point, so. Hopefully, it's been a good discussion regardless. Is there anything you want to say before we uh, close out the show?
4: Absolutely. I was just hoping to to get conversations started uh, with this topic because I feel like there's not a lot of transparency in what coaches do, like yeah. you guys said. I really hope to see some more content coming out in organizations regarding this. I know you can't really release everything seeing as there's a lot of strategy involved in coaching and stuff uh like league strats and stuff but i really just want to see what happens like what does the coach do for a team and how how do they become coaches yeah
0: well hopefully we see that again or we see that in the future i think it's difficult because i think a lot of teams probably don't want to reveal sort of how coaching works for them internally um and in other cases cases you probably do have coaches that are useless and they don't want to show that so either way thanks so much salt for the call and uh, we'll catch you next time thanks for having yeah, me sir have a good one all right this is uh we've gone mega over time uh but i guess that's what happens when we have such a fun conversation uh let's do a round of shout outs plugs yeah. mark what do you got for us
1: uh nothing i'm stinky and i should shower and go to bed
0: great thanks thanks for that LS, thank you for the raid and thanks Mm -hmm. for coming on. Uh, You do uh, this was a super fun episode. You do about five hundred different things. So what? What are all of them (laughs) that you want to shout out?
2: Uh, I'm gonna be live viewing worlds Friday. That's gonna be fun. Uh, I think. I mean, I I, I actually this month has been very uh, down for me, but I'm looking forward to live viewing worlds, casting worlds, um, and then all that good jazz. And then uh, you know, hashtag soon. Shout that out too. Hashtag
0: soon.
1: Soon soon TM.
0: Excited to see what it is. Remember
1: annou- announcements of announcements. It's going to be an
0: apparel line. Um, anyway. There we go. <laughs> for for me, everyone, uh, you can uh, – there's a ton of stuff coming out. So, if one, stick around after the stream. We're going to do like a one-minute bounty, and then I'm going to show you guys this really cool collab that I did with Silvix. I think I'm saying his name correctly. Hopefully he is still awake. Um, sees his coast. But you guys might know him from his like big exciting worlds videos – um, where he hypes up worlds a ton. We collabed on something as well <laughs> as Medic. So it's kind of a cool collab. It's going to air. If you're watching or listening to this, it should uh, already be. That's why Medic's
3: in the
2: chat. Uh, I mean, it makes sense. It should... Honestly, it's, it's,
0: you know. Yeah, no, why would anybody watch this? Anyway, uh, and if you're listening to the VOD or the podcast, then. Go find it. it. Should be on my YouTube, Twitter, or YouTube and Twitter. We got some other cool stuff coming out, including another episode. Run it, and then of course I'll be covering worlds. So stick around uh, for all that stuff over this week. And thanks everyone for watching. This has been Hotline League episode one forty one.